Like the rock that the Hail Lord stands Satan. on. Hail Satan. We built this church on a rock, Dylan. No, we built this city on rock and roll. Oh, is that what that's a reference to? I don't know. That would kind of make sense. War Podcast, episode 57, go. Hail Satan. Oh, God. Oh, Alex. <laughs> Alex is living up to his stereotype, as usual. Um, <laughs> Gilfoyle is my hero. Is he? You just need a wig. He's kind of awesome. Gilfoyle is a great character. He's my favorite character Dude, on that show. There's not one character in Silicon Valley, though, that is... Bad. I, I love... Yes. I love all of them. Yeah. Hi, Dan. Hi, Mason. Hi, Alex. Hi, Mason. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Mason. We were just uh, debating about the... You know, not debating. Oh. Discussing the finer points of the American society that we live in. World society and religion. The, the word religion. Religion. That was, that's the important. The word podcast word. on Rishmi utilities well, I was, I was trying and to stray religion. away from it, but you know, oh, no, we're talk about religion. That's fine. Uh, uh, we're not. And we're not religious. Are we talk all about are. That? No, no. We could talk about Richmond utilities. You got an update? No. I got a really big power bill this month. That sucks. Fucking bring it up. I had man. a big power bill this month. I did too. too. Mm. It's September is always the worst one mm. in Richmond because it's just so hot. Yeah. It's so humid in August, and then you come into it and. Richmond Utilities is not a row one organization, but I can pay straight out of my bank account, so I like that part. There you go. Are we still getting that um, bullshit water tax? Is that still a thing? I don't know. I can't remember. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. We're getting taxed for everything. Welcome to 2016. Hooray. <laughs> we have, we, have we pay high. We, in Richmond, you pay a high municipality tax, yet mm. our schools are, most of them are not um, accredited, so hmm. they're doing a great job with all the money we pay. Yeah. Public schools? Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was accreditation for public schools. There are. And I think that only the article that came out is like that only 12 of them are accredited out of the 75 total schools. Uh, Something like that. I need to be fact-checked on that. It's a, it's a, yeah. Does that include all to, the suburbs? Like yeah. Chester and Actually, I, I realize. Richmond public schools are just, they're not good. I, need, I realized that the other day. I need to um, do a lot of research on the mayoral candidates because I know nothing about them. I was campaigning yesterday, canvassing for a presidential candidate. And I'm walking around seeing all these different yard signs for all these pre- these mayoral candidates. And I'm like, I need to do research on who I'm going to vote for because I honestly have no idea. So I, I need to figure that out. Um, it's it's you'll I think I know who you'll align with. I'll be curious. To That's see. who I would align with. Yeah, he's he's cool, dude. With the state of the national election, I'm actually really regretting not changing my um, voter registration to Virginia. I'm still voting in New Jersey. You can still do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not too late. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. And I would highly, highly recommend it. I'm like gonna get on that yesterday. I don't yep. think I, I changed my address even, to a new place. Even if I've already requested okay. a, an absentee, absentee ballot, ballot. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to cancel the absentee ballot. Okay, I'll yeah. ma- I'll make some phone calls. I just have to go over to Carver to to vote. Mm-hmm. It's in the big deal. Um, but yeah, I go Alex, to change. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely gonna do that. Change, Alex. Change I mean, everything about yourself. Change. Except the uh, voter registration. Turn and face the street. Everyone should go register to vote. Everyone should go register to vote in Richmond. Yep. Because otherwise, Joe Morrissey will be mayor, and that's going to be a disaster. I will publicly say that there is no way in fucking hell I'd ever want Joe Morrissey to be mayor. Is he the guy who went to jail? Is that the Badlin guy? I mean, he's. Joe Morrissey's like a Richmond infamous celebrity. He's fighting Joe Morrissey. He was disbarred for punching another lawyer. He, and he's leading currently because there are like 12 candidates and mm-hmm. so the other 11 are splitting the vote and but but it's probably going to go to a runoff because he still doesn't have a majority of the vote the and the the, the main mm. i mean there are 12 candidates but really it's morrissey stoney barry uh and maybe mosby yeah um, when yeah. we were when we were 
doing Muay Thai this morning, there was like a, hundreds of Jack Berry signs. On Jack Berry's got a lot of. Jack Berry used to be the um, executive director of Venture Richmond. Venture Richmond is the company that responsible for bringing UCI here. Um, so he's got a good. If some you respect. like Venture Richmond, I guess I, I. I is he a nice guy? Yes, I, yeah, he came and talked to my class a couple times. But he, they take credit for the RVA logo. And then the brand center takes credit for the RVA logo. So well, the brand center can't take credit for the RVA. Logo, I know, but the brand center did make it. Yeah, right. Venture Richmond came it. They to. Just can't take credit. For yeah, it. but they made it the for Venture Richmond. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a project. It's a co-project. Yeah, there's a. And he said a, that when he came and spoke to us too. Class at the brand center, third semester that combines all the disciplines, and it's essentially a campaigns class. And they every semester they every year they do a nonprofit local kind of uh, rebranding effort. Then then so. One year, Venture Richmond approached that class, and they they did that. Was this the Senior Navigator Project? No, that was no, 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 no. That's, that's that's what we did last semester. That's a first semester. That was a first semester experience design track project, and that was probably the closest thing that the experience design students have had to working in like an actual design team system. Oh, really? Yeah. Did it not go over well? I don't know. I think, it went over really I think well. ultimately it went over really well, and it was probably one of the better experiences. But during yeah. it, it was a disaster. It felt like a disaster, only because. We were strapped for time. There weren't clear directives, and but that's just like. But that's just the nature of nature of design. Yeah, and client-based design work. Nature of the beast. Yep. But I I think think it's one of those products that you look back on and you're like, and Dan and Alex and I have said this to each other a number of times. Like, that was easily probably one of the better products we've had, just because it just it was so close to real. Speaking of of design, there's a book that I really want to plug. Um, just because I, I, I've read so little of it and I already, I'm, I'm actually going to propose to the head of the experience design track that it for marriage be required reading, um, that the That's book be required reading for class. Uh, it came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I'm looking up the exact title and the authors. Um, it is, it's an O'Reilly book and it's called understanding industrial design principles for UX and interaction design. Uh, and it's Simon King and uh, another guy from uh, formerly from IDEO. And, and Stephen King. No, no, no Stephen Co- King. Co-wrote. No. Um, but so they used to work at IDEO and they take the principles of, of industrial design and they separate it into seven core facets of how to apply it to UX, interaction design and material product design and kind of this world that we're living in that combines physical and digital design. Uh, it's got just fantastic approach to design design thinking methodology and actual actionable examples uh some great historical things and it's um it's only about 250 pages so it's a nice it's, it's, an, yeah. it's just it quick seems read. like one of those <laughs> quick read i thought you were yeah. gonna say it's only 250 dollars if you've seen a lot of <laughs> if you've seen a lot of o'reilly books they're like 500 pages yeah. is, pages, is this so one of the purple cover what was the name of this book this one's purple cover it's got a beetle on it uh, it's just understanding industrial design like beagle so beagle i'm gonna give that plug out there because we're talking about design yeah. and i think that it's something that anyone listening who happens to be in, in video game design and interested in video game design. Uh, this book does bring in example, or it's it's said in the preface that it will be bringing in examples because I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, Dan's on page two. Game design. <laughs> uh, this book is great. This book is great. <laughs> uh, I really like the cover. <laughs> no, oh, what a great set of credits. Yeah, huh. It's going to bring in examples from game design, advertising, business world. So if you're... You know, I know we have listeners from from different disciplines. Uh, it definitely brings that in, so definitely give that a, a check, and it's good to have on your bookshelf. Another really good O'Reilly book with regards to UX is Lean UX, um, mm. which is probably like my go-to like north star with a lot of UX stuff because mm. the book pretty much tackles like 
these are UX deliverables, wireframes, flow, whatever. And he's, the guy's argument is basically like, these are all really important. The depth and ability that you can execute, these are really important. But at the end of the day, it's the experience that you're designing. Like, I know that sounds like really like high level, but he's yeah. like, you have to focus on that. And these are just managed. Like he, the thesis behind this too is like kind of like, you can make all these different deliverables and yeah. people will hire you for them. But if you're going to get really far on the industry, it's about the systems and experiences that you make that work. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's some similar oh, stuff to what this book touches on. I love it's, it. it's that same thing. Like there's, there's, uh, I haven't gotten to the chapter yet, but there's a whole chapter on simplicity and they make a, a big distinction between the difference between minimalism and simplicity mm-hmm. and simple is the thing that just works the, the best way versus something that's minimal for the sake of not having a lot of stuff there and finding that, that balance of what works. Um, and they also have a chapter on beauty because they, you know, in the, the, in the preface for this chapter, which I haven't read the whole chapter yet, um, it talks about this idea that so many experienced designers, um, are so concerned with how it feels, how it looks, uh, or sorry, with how it feels, how it works, and all of those kind of uh, the strategy behind it, all of that UX specifics, that then they just, they completely forget about or ignore or feel that it's someone else's job to focus on the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they're making a case that experienced designers also need to be making things that are beautiful if people are going to want to use things that are made to be usable and work and and good strategy and all that. So it's it's I'm I'll report back once I finish the book. I may feel differently once I've actually read the entire entirety of it. But um, so far, it's it's fantastic. Well, and we're in working this summer at Deep Local. There was um, three industrial designers that we worked with. Yeah, and um, just to hear their process and like you talked to them about like materials in more you know industrial design stuff like weight yeah. and that kind of thing. And it 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 made me think through. Because they apply their industrial design process to every product they make. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was kind of cool to think of the web, the different materials that make up uh, a digital project in terms yeah. of like feel and stuff. And I, that just like, I was like, yeah. this is sweet. Like I didn't think Google, of things this way. Google's doing a lot. I mean, I, I don't well, know if you guys have read material through material design, design mm-hmm. uh, reference for Google. They, they just, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. They're doing some good stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I only like was obsessed with material design for years. But my problem now with material design is that like it's it's everyone's adopted it and now I don't now I want something new. Sure. Oh now uh-huh. is that everything looks the same or people aren't adopting it the right way? Because I think you you mentioned something last week when we were talking. Well, about it's the crowdsourced design language for the web. It's kind of how yeah. they and, and especially it. Android devices being using an Android phone. A lot of Android apps I use love. material design standards for um, placement and stuff like that. So it's like every single primary call to action has a little circle in the bottom right hand corner and there's material angular so Um, if you're making stuff uh with angular built in it's just built in ui components so like it's super yeah if i was going to build an android app right now i would just use angular yeah i mean just because i mean material angular because i'm like logging shit all it does is out of the box turnkey for me does it compile to an app yeah because it's 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 basically you can run it through either like a whatever you guys titanium Uh or you run it through any other you know um MVC got framework or whatever. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, just a, okay. No, material, material design is, is fantastic. I've, I'm just more like, I just want I want something new. I want I, new I, looking I, stuff. Like I, I, I agree yeah, on that. That's totally fair. I think that... Black it, and white skeuomorphism. <laughs> yes. So, bring it back. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that, so I was talking to the, my assistant coach the other day because he just updated iOS 10 and he was complaining that the, the music app 
looks like garbage now. It looks like garbage. I think it functions a lot better because so I used to hate the uh, music and uh, scrubber sliders in like iOS nine because it was a just a single vertical line like mm-hmm. two pixels wide, and they went back to the radial buttons. So if you touch in this area. You can slide along, and I like that a lot more. But I yeah. always like that you can slide up to move slower. Did you ever use yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. We're I talking about really smart Apple music or the, yeah. just the We're talking about the music so, and audio player. The audio Mason, player. you and I talked about this over the summer about how there are a lot of apps that are starting to look really, really homogenous with uh, big, high-contrast text uh, with single-color um, accents. Which is hilarious because Windows did that in, like, 2006 yep. with the Zune HD. Yep. Yep. But <laughs> everyone's yeah, they're, all, they're all starting to look like that, which is wild. And, and now iTunes on uh, iOS looks like that. Have you ever looked at... Um, I think it looks... I think it doesn't look terrible. The one thing... Did you see the video going around where, like, they're like, how do you shuffle songs? Oh, and it's no, bad. Wait, is no that one? You because swipe it's not up. Yes. And so, like, like, you open the app. I'll show it to you. But you open oh, the app. And I'm I'm ready to get angry. So, so the player, the player is basically whenever you're playing something, it's not a static image. It's like a card. So you see how there's a border to it. Okay. And then, so in the top and above the fold, you can't see the controls to shuffle and repeat. You have the to, fold doesn't exist anymore, you Dylan. To, you have to pull it up <laughs> to see it. So, like, no, they, I actually agree with that statement because. I, you know, so I was, this actually is not as bad as it could be. I was expecting something a lot less dude, elegant. There was no, there's no tutorialization of like swipe up, and it's a, and yeah. it's a, a I just hate, move. because I thought this was a 3D touch thing about like yeah. the fact that it's a card, and I was like, all right, how do I so, pop it out? And to, there's a, a to, more, there's a three dot more menu option to the right. Yes, that doesn't have it in there. And there's this big blank bottom left space yeah, where you can and, put the button. And this is something that you like Apple has never ever done in their their patterns so like god forbid you just have one screen of onboarding to tell people to do this i do like this though the little minimized version at the bottom because before that it just used to be yeah. like your track play like where where you are on the song it's nice and now it's just a big play and they've skip. finally caught up with like every other music player so i the, wish i could skip back the thing oh yeah that's interesting <laughs> about um i can only skip forward the, that's dumb so i was uh when i worked my first job you know I, I constantly had to go make the argument to the principles like the fold, we can't think about the fold as aggressively as we used to. The fold, you know, and the fold is the line that the, the page right. can scroll for anyone. Because people know. are used to just scrolling. Dan, as a person that existed no, no, when no, no, newspapers no, no. were around. Right. Thank you. No, That's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm I know, thinking. I'm I, know, like, I, know, I, I know used to deliver paper newspapers. Right. Right. So, right. Mason, tell me more about your argument. Well, there's not. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being serious. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> <laughs> I hate everyone. We can't take you guys anywhere. Basically, the thing is, so is that I was super aggressive because I was like, well, it's, you know, everything is, is being designed with, with like scroll in mind, whatever. But after doing enough in analytics on whether it's Ward, whether it's the senior navigator stuff, whether it's all the clients I work for, like there is something to be said about top level content, which is not, yeah, it's not like that's obvious. Like, of course it'd be the first, but it's, yeah, it's just it's the thing that gets the most play. Yeah. And, um, stuff you know links and we, we see it with ward on our site we see it with um just look at our bounce rate i see it with my portfolio site you know or uh even when i pushed all the off-brand stuff last week like top level stuff tons of hits bottom stuff none hmm. like it's, it's 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 something that you need to consider as a, yeah. as a design like it's just hierarchy and it's one of the problems with all these homogenized homogeneously designed sites now that have this giant hero image that's the first thing you see yeah and it's, and my it's like, site <laughs> it doesn't add any i mean i'm probably gonna 
do it on mine too. I don't yeah. know. But I'm not going to do it on mine. I, I already to, know I I'm going to do mine. Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't have it on mine now. But well, I do mine's going to be a giant middle um, finger with me looking at all your sites, like screenshots. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to angle them out on little but it's a carousel. isometric things. Well, the, the carousel is just going to go from the middle finger to me mooning your stuff to me nice. but as Calvin and Hobbes peeing on your website. And Calvin pissing on Tasteful. the four logo. I like it. Very um, elegant. And then it'll just go to a picture of me holding a Bible. That will surprise and delight me. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck surprise and delight. I fucking hate surprise and delight. Surprise and delight me, Mason. <sighs> God damn it. It's so... But if you XD it the right look, way, you gotta Mason. XD this project. <laughs> Mason does not X, like XD as a no, verb. You, you, you need to... You really just gotta check in or else we're not gonna know that you're, you've been surprised and delighted. <laughs> Name of the podcast episode, XDing it. <laughs> Fucking A. So, the, do we bleep things out on this podcast? The issue, no. 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 What? <laughs> I, I'm just curious. I don't no. think I've ever even thought about it. Uh, Did you, you see the ex- absolutely explicit not. tag? Well, yes. we can't. iTunes, speaking of fucky user experiences, let me tell you about <laughs> iTunes getting the explicit tag on or off or not existent at yeah. all. It's a garbage system because really? you're either clean, explicit, or not tagged. So they had like a they had like a database error like a couple months back where anything, yeah, so you can be untagged, which means like you're not strictly tagging yourself as clean or explicit. And there was a point, some sort of query error, I don't know what was going on, where they just automatically tagged anything that was untagged as clean. So I'd go see the Giant Bombcast and all their uh, podcast episodes are clean. I'm like, nope, no, sir, this is not clean. But it's something that Whoopsie. everyone suffers from. Yeah. Um, yeah. But So I just went through and just tagged all of our as explicit. Here's an interesting question for you guys. Do you think we really need that tag? Well, no, that, the problem was that we didn't have the tag originally. No, in general, I mean as a... As society. a society. Like, oh, yeah, I think yeah. it's important. Yeah. So I, 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 I would, would much podcast. rather have a tag than censorship. Yes. I would much yeah. rather have a disclaimer that, hey, there might be some offensive language here and then I can choose not to listen, but actually hear it the way that it's heard. Because to me, there's nothing worse than censorship. Yeah. I hate when movies and, and audio have Beep. replacement words or just, just silence or beeped out. Except or, when it's funny. Or even worse, stuck in cut out. You son of a beagle. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you're French or stranger in the Alps. <laughs> I think I've already told the burger sandwich story, right? About, uh, maybe. about the the two TV version of a uh, Goodwill Hunting. Oh, no. I think you. I you think I did. did. What is it? You can regret it. Uh, so basically, there's the scene where they're all in the car. You know, it's it's Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and their two buddies. Matt and, and Damon. They, and they Sorry. just uh, bought uh, sandwiches. And the one guy has owes Ben Affleck money, and he hasn't paid him yet. So he's like, you pay me my money, and then you'll get your fucking sandwich. But in the 2TV version, they say burger sandwich. <laughs> so it's just Ben Affleck saying, get your fucking burger sandwich when you pay me. He's like throwing the burger on the on the dashboard. He's like, it'll stay right here, and then when you get your burger sandwich. <laughs> so that's funny, because over the summer, one of the interns that I worked with at Team One um, kept posing this question. And people would argue with him about it because he was very, he had a very distinct opinion about it. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. According to like the National Sandwich Guild, a hot dog <laughs> is a sandwich. Wait, wait. I don't, I don't, Roll it back. No. Well, is I'm it, just is picturing it, the Illusion Guild from the rest I of the world. Is it a meatball sub a sandwich? Yes. Yeah. So okay. then, yeah, a hot dog is a sandwich. No, because. No, a hot dog is a hot dog. No, because. Uh, what is a hot dog? A sandwich you eat vertically. It's the bread on the bottom, and then the meat and the cheese and whatever fixings, and then bread on top. But a hot I, could, dog, I could eat the meatball sandwich like a hot dog if I wanted to. Yeah, but to. then you'd be a freak of nature. A hot dog mm. is. Well, you, you have, arguing that. You have a bun that's opened on one side. Something jump out at you. Also, uh, the fact the that, Lord, that is, is a. The fact that it is a hot dog, you know, a kind of sausage, it makes it just inherently not a sandwich. 
I don't know. I've had sausage sandwiches before. This guy made a pretty compelling argument that a hot dog was a sandwich. What's his argument? It's it's meat placed between two slices of bread. I I, I, I can see the merit is, of both. Is sides. it open face sandwich a sandwich? Uh, or is it just I, I, you eat with a fork I and knife? I believe I asked the same question. I don't know. Um, Wait, do you I don't eat think a sandwich with a fork and knife? What? You ever had an open face sandwich? Yeah. If it's like roast beef. Don't look at me like that. You eat pizza with a fork and knife. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's because it was a thousand degrees and I was hungry. You're a bad Thank Jerseyite. You. Whoa. That is slander that I will not I, have on this podcast. I, Alex, this is something I'm just learning about you that's making me think less of you. I just want you to know. Oh, my you know, God. You know who else eats pizza Go with a fork Go back to the Alex's racist jokes because Donald this Trump. is too much. Donald Trump eats pizza with a this fork This is not mouth. okay. See that picture of him in Trump Tower with two thumbs up? This is I love Italians. Mason, I will drag your name through the mud. You got nothing, man. You ate pizza with a fork and knife. I'm... Mason touches kids. I don't. Wow. <laughs> that, uh, this that, was very, that was a very Trump <laughs> argument, though. <laughs> no wonder you guys eat pizza with a fork and knife together. How are your doing? Alex Rice. <sighs> you might as well just be Donald Trump. God damn it. I'm just kidding. Alex, Alex J. did it one time. He was like, guys. never mention this. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to save it. And now I have it. <laughs> so they're like, Mason, like, swinging open the bathroom door when they were in Pittsburgh. And Alex just in there with, like, a napkin tucked into his shirt. Just like, oh, <laughs> fork and knife over the pizza. <laughs> no, that's when Alex dropped his phone in the bathroom. You saw nothing. Oh, man. Uh, you to destroy all the evidence. So, <laughs> destroy all yeah, the I, was, I was eating pizza with a fork and knife. That's why I dropped my phone in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb. And then the pizza. So, uh, video so games. let's talk about video games. <laughs> uh, Recore came out this week. Oh, man. anyone play it? Nope. No, right, I'm, going, I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna, I am going to buy it and play it. I it just, sounds like a week, really awesome beginning part. Very <laughs> sounds like great tech demo. Yeah, I had very few uh free moments this week. So, same. Mm, I'm about to pull an all nighter. Yeah, I'm about to work really oh, I was too. working. I was working at home last night on a Saturday until, until like one in the morning. I was just sitting by myself at my, my apartment or my house, just working. Is it a house or an apartment, Cotting? It's a house. It is a house. It is a house. Get your shit straight. I'm sorry. You're out of control, man. I, I, at least I don't eat pizza with a knife and fork. Oh, oh my god. On. No, no, no. Oh. I feel bad. There's one time. <laughs> I need like a thermal thir- nuclear detonation sound or something. If we're going to go down the list of weird habits that Alex has with food, we have way better things to pick from. <laughs> yeah, like Such what? as Alex ordering a coffee and then a beer. And, and a milkshake. And a milk and, water. and a water. Wait. And I'm just like, dude. All at once. I've done this multiple times at. What um, is gonna, your stomach is going to be this weird chemical concoction of just like uppers, downers, fucking. And then chemical X afterwards. And then hot dogs. Mm. And then detox. Detox. And then bulimia. Botox. <laughs> Botox. What are we talking Who's been about? playing video games this week? Me. Play uh, Overwatch. Me. Yeah, it's right, on the no, list I, now. I have, two, <laughs> I have two games to talk about. We'll start with Dan and then we'll go around the horn. Okay. So the first game I want to talk I about... I guess that's a horn. It's called... <laughs> Mason's Bed is a horn. <laughs> Guns, Gore, and Cannoli. Oh, uh, I mentioned it a little bit last week. Did you? Okay. Well, 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 why don't you go ahead? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, by the way, it's not good. It's great. You're, oh, you're wrong. It's great. It's fun, but it's not good. It's fun. Fun is good. For 10 bucks. For yes, 10 bucks. For 10 bucks. It fun is, is good. Great. It's so perfectly priced the for value, The Dan so, Cotting story. Wait, hold on. That's an interesting thing. Like, I'm with you. Yeah, that like fun like and and you can only personally judge what you think your money's worth. Like here's, you felt like No Man's Sky was worth the sixty bucks you put into it, right? Ten dollars. But yeah. the, the here's thing the other thing for me about this game that I want to talk about is that we live in an era where the couch co-op games are so few and far between. Yeah, that to have well, I, mm, maybe keep, couch, keep finishing point. Okay. 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 So, I, have, so, I, I think they're. I think that they have actually had a resurgence. I, 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 I do, you're I agree. right. You're right. I Big triple A games, no couch co-op. No, yes, Halo, I agree. Five. Big example. I agree. That's why I didn't buy it. Um, but I think that for me, 
Okay, so yeah, so that's you're right. No, no, so, make your point. So make your point. Couch Co-op has disappeared. No, in, no, you're great. No, you're great, Mason. You're great, and Dan, you're great. I know I'm Alex, great. I don't need pizza off. with a knife and fork. Jeez, no, <laughs> you're cool. You're you cool. Can't, you can't fuck do you. this. You're cool. So anyway, um, Couch Co-op. I I disagree with Alex's statement entirely. I think the <laughs> the animation is fantastic. <laughs> I think that the controls feel oh, yeah. feel yeah. really good. I think oh, no, lay that, on me. I, I got this. I think that to sit on a couch with four of your friends and drink beers and play a game that you don't have to think about because there are games where you have to think too much. And we all are, we're all people who play a lot of AAA games. We're all people who can learn systems. And, and But sometimes you need video games that are simple and easy. Sometimes you um, need Gang Beast. Sometimes right. you need Gang Beast. And, and sometimes you know, you just need this, a bang is a, this is a game that is right. overtly goofy Really good animations, feels good, so has fun weapons. Is it a shooter, top-down shooter? It is a side-scrolling 2D shooter. Is there a game that's like an analog it's a, it's to it? It's kind of like, it's, imagine the Simpsons arcade game. Ooh, so it's oh, kind of like it's, two and a half D. Well, two and it's, oh. No, it's two. Actually, it's two D. So it's like yeah. Contra? But it's, it's like yeah. Contra. Yeah. Contra's okay, a good, good. example. Thank you. And, and you can but play it's got that, to, still got that sluggish movement, to, though. I disagree. I don't think it's sluggish. I think it's like Metal Slug. Because I've played it one player as well. Love Metal Slug. But you got different weapons you can have. You go through. You are shooting zombies. Basically, the idea is that it's Prohibition era, and the mob has made a bunch of uh, bootleg hooch that has turned people into zombies, and you have to kill them. Uh, that's and, a great and service. It's ten bucks, and you sit on your couch and you drink beer with your friends and shoot zombies. I did and a great time fun. playing that game because I was playing with Dan. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's, there are a lot of and games that's, for me. That's where that like, like for that. me to spend ten bucks that every time I can have friends over and we can sit and do that. To me, that's totally worth ten bucks. If that game had cost thirty bucks, I would agree with you, Alex. That game is not worth thirty bucks. Ten bucks, perfect think, price point. I don't think that they were aiming to make a game that was worth anything other than ten bucks. Don't speak. Um, and you're playing on Xbox? Yes, mm-hmm. okay. Xbox One. Um, but I think it's available on. PC. It was a very important point. I need to clarify. Yes, it is good. Uh, yeah, I bought it on the Xbox One. It was on the App Store, and I was like. I'm gonna buy an indie don't game. Don't call it that. The App Store. I'm, I'm or not the App Store. Like, or like, uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. with the name but of it. I forget what it is. The, the, the Xbox ga- Store. The yeah, Xbox it's, store. It's, it is essentially the Windows Store now. Yeah. So. So you um, like it? So I like it. There's a lot of games that fall in that. Like I buy a lot of uh, like Nidhog, um, Mount Your Friends, Gang Beast. Yeah. Is it the one thing that's like my big thing for couch co-op games? Yeah. And that if I was to make a couch co-op game. I think it has to be as fun to watch the game as it is to play it because I usually want to have I usually have like 10 people over to my house or something and we're all passing the controllers around Yeah, because that's what Gang Beast and that's what Mount Your Friends and I think Nidhogg do really well is that it's as fun to watch those games as it is to play. I think mm-hmm. this one's fun to watch. Um, I Probably not as much as Gang Beast. <laughs> no, definitely not, not as, as much, much as, as Gang Beast. Beast. But Gang Beast is fun. Gang to, Beast is a beast of its own. Gang Beast game. is fun to watch because it's the controls are bad. And the controls are intentionally bad. This is fun to watch because the animations are good. Like when you light things on fire, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay, that was actually pretty um, great. Just the the reload anime. Like it's just it's it's good. It's you guys a, played it's a good game. Castle Crashers, right? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I sunk so many hours in the Castle. What about Castle Scott Crashers? Pilgrim versus the World? I did not play that game. I love that game. That's um tribute. Tribute. Armaguchi made the music for it, and he's like one of my favorite video game nice. composers. Hey, Alex, could you mind putting that on the ground because I think it's hitting. You make all the bumps. The um. If you want to like, well, that's a game that you check out. If you like, yeah, the Streets Sorry. of Rage style games. Yeah. What else have you been playing? Uh, and then the other game, uh, I finally do- dove into Dark Souls. Hey. Dark Souls Three. Um, so. Godspeed. Uh-huh. Dark Souls Three. Uh, 
It's a good one. How far did you make it? Hard. They are not fucking around. I did like that string of text um, where it's like, I can't get through the first boss. All right, never mind. Dude, I, what's funny about That's that? That's what Dark Souls is I had died probably like 30 times trying to beat that boss. Really? And then... Well, because here's so here's what I didn't realize. Thank God, I'm not the worst player of this game. No, I definitely felt that way. Well, here's so here's here's the thing. You guys like, just suck at video games. Oh, no, no, no. no. I'm so, just kidding. <laughs> let me explain. Always make. I'm, actually, <laughs> I'm gonna explain what the mistake I was making was. Um, one, I inserted the Dark Souls three disc into my Xbox. <laughs> right. Two, I had hope and faith no, and confidence I, myself. I, um, <laughs> I assumed I played with the Kinect. <laughs> no. Uh, no, step three might be the worst part of that. <laughs> I assumed that. Um, so Makes I'm playing as a knight. You and me. I'm playing as a knight, so melee character up close. That. It's really the that, only that class first, you start as in that game. Yeah, that yeah. first boss has that huge axe, and I assumed that if he hit me even with a shield, all right. That right. The tentacle one, right? He's got um, a big tentacle. Halfway through. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I assumed that my I like shield... that I gestured the tentacle to show yeah. you. Yeah, no, that was good. good. Mason's okay. waving his arm right now. <laughs> I assumed that my shield my would arm. not. It's your tentacle. <laughs> All right, guys. Let Dan talk I about assumed that my shield would game. not block his giant axe, uh, and so I kept trying to dodge out of the way. Um, and so the first like twenty times, I would dodge out of out of the way of his attacks, but then I would become fatigued or whatever it is, um, and so then I wouldn't have enough to keep stamina. doing yep. that stamina mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. um and so then when i was finally like i gotta look up how to beat this guy so i finally looked up online and they were like oh yeah the best best battle of action for this is just block his attacks and yep. i was like oh all right so then as soon as i looked that up it took me like two tries but well and the, the best way i think the, the best way to play a dark souls game the first time is yeah make never, a guy never, that's like never played dark souls. super heavy armor big ass shield and you just just kind of truck forward and take the blows as you get them and just pump yeah. all your points into stamina and health and you're good. Yeah, which is generally how I played that style game in nah. the past. So Dark Souls so, is all about getting the big two-handed sword and just rolling everywhere. Yeah. That's how I play it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> my, my problem with this game and why I think I need to wait until I have more free time to jump back into it is that it. I just feel like I have no fucking clue what I'm doing and I really need to dive into the internet. Like I have no idea what these stats are. The iconography is obtuse. And like so much of this stuff, I, like there's there are a bunch of different kinds of attacks that I didn't even know about until I asked my buddy who's obsessed with Dark Souls. Like this game certainly does not hold your hand, but it doesn't even like really. Yes. It doesn't even give you a piece of paper uh, and a pen to draw your own map. Apparently, it's this like, is the most guided of any of yeah, them. Yeah, this is definitely the most. But no, I mean, I, I think uh, the one thing I can say about Dark Souls that it is like. It's like this is what you get. Yep. Yeah. This is and, this and, is who I am. And yeah. that's, that's that's the thing I realized about this Adam game. Adam Sandler or not, this is who like, I am. It is unapologetically <laughs> oh, take me, Adam open about what it is. I personally hate the UX. I dislike the UI. Um, I think that it's got some gorgeous visuals. I do think it has some compelling gameplay because I, growing up in the era of video games that I grew up in, you know, they used to add value to video games by making them hard instead of making them long. And so I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, Joel. Um, <laughs> you just got mad at me about my tentacle comment. Come on. But, uh, of but, the class, boys. But, um, <laughs> you know, and the thing about this is, is, so it's like I, you know, like navigating the menus, you have to use the D-pad instead of the the, the analog stick. Like that's just. I hate navigating with the analog sticks, though. So. It's, well, okay. Mason is like the but last bastion of uh, D-pad defense. I love me. I love the radial menu. Give me the choice. Give me the choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't force me to do it, and then don't make it impossible for me to find out how. Like I spent time just trying to figure out how to enable, because I was worried that like it was broken. I was worried I wasn't going to be able to use my analog stick to control the character. 
And this was because I was just in character creation. Um, so he's got so, he's got blind faith. And then you know, and then there's a lot of stuff. And and actually, I like the comparison with with Guns Gore and Cannoli is that there are times where it's like I don't want to play a game where I have to to delve into layer upon layer of weird special moves and combinations and how you use items and and especially if it's a really bad user experience that gives me nothing to go off of, especially having never played these games before. Um, there is something to be said for a game that I can pick up the controller and play the way it's meant to be played at the very beginning, right yeah. away. And and I'm not knocking Dark Souls because A, I don't think I played enough of it to really have a definitive opinion and B, I did enjoy my time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a standpoint of the overall user experience of just getting into and playing the game and then the ui of how things are laid out and the menus work i also like i cannot stand that there's not a pause function i understand why they but there needs to be there needs to be if if you want to make an inventory function that keeps you going as part of the challenge i get that but there still needs to be a way that when my wife comes in and needs to talk to me about something before she leaves i can pause the game and not worry about dying yeah i mean that's nature of you're always online in the game which I, that's which, the that's the rise wise there. I mm. get, and I like it. I like. I, I do think that that's cool. I think it's cool. You can leave. Have you been invaded? No. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how you'll like that either. Because like, so, you're in the middle of something, and then someone just runs up and starts punching, you and you're like, dude, what the? All right. Th- despite <laughs> yeah, that, you run to a ladder, and you just stand on top of the ladder and kick them off the ladder over yeah. and over. I still think that there's a way. With <laughs> there's a way to turn that off. I actually turn that off with mine. a game that's so asynchronous. And yeah, you can turn them over. Features. Yeah. yeah. You should, should sure. still be able to like pause and desyncs you from the server for just yeah. just to be able to. Th- there are things that happen in life where it's like that's a hard enough game that, especially the idea that they that I one of the things I dislike I like stakes in a game obviously like I I love survival horror I love ribeye New York Strip right um but but you carry that torch I don't like when you take the stakes to such a level that. You got to give me some concession somewhere, and you don't like your steak well done. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I I don't like my steak well done. I think uh, I think you're right. I think that there's a lot. When I played the first, so now I you know, I didn't play Dark Souls or no, I can't remember if I played Dark Souls. 12. But um, the first Demon Souls, which is the mm-hmm. pretty one, uh, I did not like the first time I played it. Um, and then for whatever reason, I found myself with time. Which is these games, if you just have time, yeah. you can just be like, all right, I'm going to figure this shit out. Time. And then it's a really satisfying, the combat's satisfying. It's not a combo skill thing, it's positioning. It's positioning and timing. Yeah. Which, that either, I like the Monster Hunter series because it's a lot of animation priority and there's a lot of mm-hmm. risk and reward to every action you do as opposed yep. to like a, a slash, hack and slash game. But it is not good at teaching you. I've played, I've beaten Demon Souls, Dark Souls. Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three, and I still I I feel like I'm barely scratching the surface of everything. Sure, you know what I mean. I think it's impressive. I think they've done a lot of good stuff with it. I just I, I think the art direction is so good oh, in Dark yeah. Souls Three. Oh yeah, for sure. There's one point, and you have to play a little bit. It's like halfway through the game, where you come up on like just a vista, and I was just like, yeah. "Holy shit, this yeah. is incredible!" Like no, they, they changed the art, the colors, the everything. Ugh. They do, they've yeah, done some really that's good stuff. One of the things that will motivate me to come back to it because I've seen, I've seen so how good. beautiful it is. But I also played. Um, you can turn responsive UI on so the UI just shuts off when you're not um, using like health and oh, stuff. Oh, nice! And it's all selective. Yeah, because I, I, I like, hate those those four squares in the bottom left. I mean, yeah, sure, whatever. They're ugly. I, you're 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 both right. I'm that's fine. But the game without UI when you're just playing it, like it just 
Oh, it's, there are things about it that feel really good. Just the, but the framing, like it's just everything yeah. looks like a heavy metal cover. Like it's sweet, yeah, yeah. like it's it's yeah. dope, and I like this gothic. Now I will say that it's not I a like compliment in my book, but I get you. The art direction, it's, it's compliment of mine. Well, and uh, I'm saying that they they really have talented artists that are making yes. these really intricate architecture and really talented animators. And the the levels, how they stack up on each other, and they're these big puzzles that kind of deconstruct as you go. It's it's really cool. Sounds but, like like a wild dungeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same reasons that you think a, a WoW dungeon or like a city in WoW, it, it feels deep. It, it feels as deep as it is wide. That's how I feel about. It. And Dark Souls One is the best of that. Like Dark Souls One is the best level design of all of them. Yeah, I've heard of that. because Dark Souls One is like you start in Hyrule Field and the whole game branches out. Yeah. Um, and this one's a more linear path. I like to imagine that it's actually called Hyrule Field. It's like, called, uh, <laughs> like they called it that by mistake, like as a placeholder. Firelink Shrine. But and, they ne- and they never took it out. H I R O O L. Well, because in, in, in Hyrule Field was the Hyrule. center, the hub of, of Zelda. And I felt like it's a magical yeah. sensation. Like you look at the map and you're like, oh, I'm going to go back to Hyrule. I'm going to go back to Main Street. Um, I would watch, I mean, you know, or don't. I mean, but there are some videos out there that. I think help with that game and yeah, just watch uh, all hey, the cutscenes. I mean, I, I feel. I mean, I got in the in the time I pl- in the hour I played. I feel like I got better pretty quickly. Um, and I'm actually playing. It. Once you learn how to play a Souls type game, yeah, it's pretty universal. Yeah. I like Bloodborne's loop more. It's faster, and there's more ways to get health back by yeah. killing people, which is cool. Yeah, Bloodborne just looks cooler. I like the whole 19th century fucked up Japanese mm-hmm. take on London. It's sweet. Yeah. So, uh, Dark Souls, you going to keep soldiering on with it? or? Yeah, I, you know, for <laughs> me, it's, it's one of those games that I think, like, I like it because I don't feel like it has to be this immersive, I sit down and play it for six hours kind of thing. Like, I can, I, I like the idea that I can sit down and just kind of go, like, get punished for about an hour and... Wow. Maybe, mm, maybe buddy, I, wow. if you want that, you just come over anytime. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe actually accomplish something and, and, and kill some things in it, but you know, I don't feel it's a because it's so much about the combat and not about the story. Yeah, it's it doesn't feel like I have to be spending as much time on it, which is nice. There is a cool story there, sure, but it's all in item descriptions, <laughs> which right, is yeah. dumb. Right, which I I don't like, and especially when I don't like yeah. the UI to begin with, but. Um, you know, I, I will say I I don't like the voice animate or the um, mouth animation on the NPC, the friendly NPCs when they're talking to you, really rubs me the wrong way because oh, I didn't even notice they. It's animated. super generic. It's just like. What did you always say? Ashen one, ashen one. Yeah, ashen one. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, I like the blacksmith though. He's cool. Yeah, he's shredded. He's big dude. He benches a lot. Benches anvils in the morning. He's just, he's, dude, he's hammering that thing. Yeah, I mean, I played just, that game for thirty hours, and he's never stopping. His right gone. arm is just—he's cranking. Um, that's not from smithing. So, what I'll be interested to see is that there are parts of Dark Souls, the series, that remind me of 3D Zelda dungeon design. Yeah, and I—that's where I think I come to it because I'm like, I like, I like this. I like, I like doing the dungeoneering, and I like, yeah, finding the mini bosses and and doing that. So yeah. I think, I think. If you get and into I, and, it, I, and I'm a big fan of boss battles. You know, one of the reasons I love both Zelda and Resident Evil so much is because they both have phenomenal boss battles. And this one, so far, I mean, the few like I, I've done a mini boss and one regular boss, and uh, and I dig that. Even if it's hard, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I would uh, recommend summoning for boss battles, just because it makes them. You get to enjoy the boss battle mechanics, but you won't be stuck on them because there are some bosses later on that are just like, this is fucking impossible. Yeah. 
And that game gets a lot easier when it can't single target, when there's multiple people, because each boss has a single target AI routine, so like it's going to find someone, and then everyone else can just wail on it. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, those are the two I've had time for this week. I've been I've been pretty it's busy. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty Where's broad. the Bioshock, man? I, I, Where's I the Bioshock love? intentionally knew that I wasn't going to have time for it, and so I, I haven't gotten it yet. I mean, if you wait long enough, it'll be on sale on Black Friday. I guarantee it. I'm not gonna wait that long. Oh, really? <laughs> it's it's. It, right. I'll be able to talk about it in the next week or two. It, I just. I'm excited. I'll I'll, I'll so, yeah. been so I need, I need, so busy, I need to get through so. this week before I dive into that. If we're gonna um do another game club thing, you need to fucking finish Tales of the Borderlands. Yeah. And then. I mean, that one might just be off the table now. It's been so go long. To Bioshock. I would like Statue to. I would like to play the Bioshock one again. Yeah, or Bioshock Two. I could do. I would love one. to play Bioshock. I would play Two. So. Go through all three of them. Oh, I can't. Well, we can cover that. Dialon, yeah. you playing anything? Um, well, I wanted to say that. The, so I didn't know that Bioshock One and Two, like remastered, were going to be separate executables. So they just popped up in my Steam library. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I thought these were going to be patches for the original ones. But oh, I bought Burial at Sea too. It was ten bucks so. this week. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What was ten bucks yesterday and today? Wait, is that not in the collection? It is in the collection for but Xbox, you, but for PC, uh, I just get the free remasters. Yeah, it just gets a core game. Um, Warner Brothers is having a sale this weekend. Warner Brothers publisher sale, so I bought Arkham Knight for ten bucks. Nice. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, that's a lot of game for ten dollars. I was yeah, like, man. you know, speaking of ten dollars, bro- money worth. <laughs> broken or not broken, I'm gonna find find but out what runs. this game is about. It ran. It's fine. That's um, what I had no problem with. It. Uh, I still have my like six fifty or whatever in there. I haven't put my seven hundred series card in. The uh, six fifty Ti is a really good card. Like it's just a. It's it's a six year old card. Screen tearing was pretty bad until I turned on V Sync and then anti frame rate anti aliasing. Well, eh, no, I had the frame rate I capped just at thirty. I it out on my machine over here. Whatever, I don't care. I'm not I'm not that big of a stickler. I think the only thing I'm a big stickler for is like anti aliasing. Like I hate seeing jagged edges. I hate. I'm with you. And V Sync. V Sync drives me crazy. Yeah. yeah. V Sync is. Just, I had really bad V Sync in Shadow of Mordor. Um, or I, really I bad screen tearing. I have a cream for what, that. Guys, what is V Sync? No, 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 no. I'm not gonna tell you because if if I if you know you, what it is, okay. It's hard it's, to explain without visualizing it. But also, once you know, like, I didn't know what it was for years, and it never bothered me. And then someone was like, do you see that? And I'm like, you motherfucker. Well, it's like the thing, my, uh, I was listening to the Giant Bomb cast a, a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about how, like, some newer TVs have, like, a different uh, frame rate or refresh rate or something. Yeah. So yeah, it makes the picture rate. look shitty. Like, well, if, so if you get a, a TV that has over 60 hertz of refresh rate, you can turn it on and make it look like a VHS tape. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we were watching, my Wendy's cousin had a TV that was like that. And we were watching Game of Thrones at her house. And I'm like, why does this look like a daytime soap opera? But you can you can lock it. You can fix They just don't know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it wasn't our TV. So. Watching The Dark Knight <laughs> at high, it just looks, it makes the movie look absurd. Because it just looks like a man in a costume just awkwardly <laughs> just- waddling around. Like it looks... <laughs> <laughs> with the high frame rate like all of a sudden you, you get removed from that like cinema filter and all the, weird. all the lighting's blasted out yeah. and like it just he looks like an asshole Happy I was Batman like day. cringing the entire we watched like half a season of Game of Thrones and I was like what is going on it's a long time to sit it's just half a season no 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 not at once uh, but we were like sitting <laughs> we just said this person's house to be fair we didn't sit there and watch four hours of I'm not uh, judging things over the Makes summer we watched the whole first season of Fargo in like a day and a half so. that's true I did do that when I, hey when it rains it pours I watched the first two seasons of House of Cards in like a week and a half nice and that's all you need to see just stop there season, I, I've, en- I've enjoyed it the whole thing season three was the one that was a little slow for me I like season four I like my Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I just think I they're standing with you on that one. I played Call of Duty, uh, though not recently, but the one that had Kevin Spacey in it, just because he was in it. Yeah, yeah. I know you, you big, Warfare you big Spacey Infinite. man. 
How's his role in that? Any good? It's sweet. It's it's just Frank Underwood leading a future army. Dope. So <laughs> you're without so an accent. Arkham Knight. Yeah, I played. Uh, so last night, just last night, I played Super Mario 3D World, most of Inside, and Arkham Knight. So I was gonna finish Inside. Oh, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna talk a little bit about Inside. But go ahead. But that game is really stressful. Yep. I got to the part like after the Bathysphere. Yep. And then there was a new puzzle, and I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm just burnt out on this like yeah. it's like really stressful especially the dogs the dogs just stress me the hell out the girl in the water man the oh water. fuck that thing yeah i was like what is this i was like what i don't i don't and then and yep. then and then yeah, yeah, yep. something happened i was like oh okay and just like <sighs> are you enjoying it i am no okay. I, I like it a lot um i'm because kelly's been playing it this week and so i watched her play some of it which is like giving me an interesting new take on the game after having played it myself things mm-hmm. i didn't notice um, specifically game design, the UX and is just, it's a masterclass. Yes. Be, and uh, well, it, have you played Limbo? Yeah. Cause Limbo did a lot of the same things. Yeah. There's a lot of trial and error, but yeah. like you and it, cue visual cues. Yeah. And, it, but it like started up, yeah. you know, you, you know, checkpoints. It's so liberal with the checkpoints that it's not like when you mess up, it's not a big deal, yep. but I never got very far in Limbo. Like I think I got like past the first spider legs and that was about it. Mm. Um, that was a demo. Yeah, and I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. It didn't stick with me. But uh, like this is good. I and like I, but I do like um, that. Like the fail states aren't as like. I mean, they're fucked up, but they're not like fucked up in the way that Limbo's is fucked Getting up. Your, it's like, not head chopped off. You're not being speared by this giant spider leg and then it's ripping you in half. It's yeah. like a dog mauling you to death. Which uh, it, I don't know. That's in the grand bad. scheme of things. Sure. No, I'm. I'm. It's yeah, not dismemberment, cool. or it's like a guy. Have you? Oh. No, I wait. I want to play it. So stop. Okay. Don't. Yeah. And there's I'm one section you haven't gotten to where when you fail, which you will, it's it's just chunks. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, don't. I don't think that they've backed off there. No. But I like it. But um, it's phenomenal. I keep thinking it's low poly, but I, well, I mean, it's three D. It's three D, but it's, it's like full three D. It's, it's like two point five D. No, no. I mean, no, the yeah. models are all three D. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. What I'm saying is the, that the environment like, is like at times low poly. Yes, the environment's low poly, but the characters, I think, are, like, more curvilinear in their models, but, like, this lighting's so stark. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. just, like, a, a gash of light, so it makes them look God, it's uh, more low yeah. poly. It's very oh, good. God, I like it. It's got uh, that. I wonder if their lighting model isn't a lighting model, and it's just, like, they're applying big texture casting on stuff. You I... know what I mean? I don't... I don't. I think that would be way more time-intensive really? than just using natural... Uh-huh. Or using the lighting probably just a lighting very strong lighting model. Like, um, or... Yeah, because you crank that thing up and it just that's right through. Um, and the shader plays into that. Uh, I do like how they 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 dub out the color. So he has like a red shirt, but in like the first major scene where he's running, yep, it just like goes monochrome. It just pulls sucks out all the saturation of the color and then mm-hmm. it dubs and it back use, in. And they use the color red so selectively and so well yep. in that game. Um, and they use contrast so selectively and so well that. That's where when I say it's a masterclass in UX and 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 subtle UI, um, you know, there's this one part where you're going to go down a chain, and the only way you know the chain is there is because they have a light in the background that's kind of conical shaped, you know, the way that a like a hanging light would yeah, be, like a street and, lamp, and mm-hmm. the chain itself is in the middle of that cone of light, but in the foreground, and so because of that high contrast, you immediately see it, and that's all they have to give. For you to know that's the next place to go. And it's like, 
it's just they do it again and again throughout the entire game, and it's just so well done. Well, it's a very obvious progression from Limbo to this, but For also sure. it's a very For obvious, sure. like, yes, this would be something that would take four years to make. Oh, because absolutely. you're just, like, refining the hell out of absolutely all of that. But, yeah, I like it. Um, I don't know how f- – I think I'm, like, an hour and a half, two hours into it. It's good. I'll finish it. Nice. Um, I played some more Super Mario 3D World. No – nothing new there um except that i fucking have no depth perception in that game so i just fucking fall off everything right i just well because they keep like they like doing this visual trick where you're running into the background yeah and i fucking hate it because like there's a point where it's like the platform will turn and it's especially bad when you're jumping so if you're jumping from the foreground to the background it's hard to tell where you're going Huh. Like how I didn't have that problem with that game. I had that problem in this. I had that problem in 3D Land, even with or without. I mean, the 3D helped a little bit in 3D Land, but it was still really bad. I don't know. I played I played 3D Land huh. with the 3D off, but I mean, I played. There was only the only thing that ever threw me off were the puzzles where they're like it was one big yellow shape, and the only way to tell there's depth to it is if you had the 3D on. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you that go behind did throw me it off because there's no there's no um, shadow or like. Are contrast. you playing 3D World by yourself? Or I, I go on and off, so Wendy will play some. Okay. When you play um, by yourself, are you changing the camera angles? I mean, you don't really have that much control. It's not like it's full 3D control. No, I, I'm trying, I thought no. it was. I'm trying to remember. No, it's, it's, it's very, it's very fixed. Game, but... So it's like they'll position it, and then you have like maybe yeah, 70 yeah. degrees to work with or okay. something. Interesting. Not Bring a lot. Bring it over to my house. I'll I, examine I this. love that, that <laughs> game. I had a really fun time playing that game. I, um, yeah, all the Mario games are good, but it's not Super Mario Sunshine. It's not Galaxy because it's not like that's the category of Mario game I like when it's actually like okay here's a a world that you're exploring here's a yeah. story that's going on I don't like this very yeah this is very much Super Mario World mm-hmm. yes in the 3D level based like that's that's that they make that very clear for mm-hmm. sure which I mean I like I 64 I, that yeah. you can see the lineage there but I think that 60 I I love Mario Sunshine Mario Sunshine is my favorite one fuck God. yeah Mario Sunshine uh, I think Mario 64 is my favorite Mario Galaxy for me Mario Galaxy is incredible. But I really, I just think I like the tone of Sunshine. He's just so happy. It's summer. It's, and it's a yeah. beach. It's, it's awesome. It just reminds me of, and I think I played at like a very specific age where I was like, this is incredible. Like, yeah. this is just And gorgeous. there's the world that's just a theme park. And, you get and that jet one's pack. awesome. Jetpacks yeah. are fun. Yeah. It's a water jetpack. So I've been playing that. And yeah, so I played. Uh, and Mario's in court at the beginning of that game, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. I played that demo like at Target like five times. And I always had to watch that court scene. And I'm like, what is going on? In the, what are they? The Delfinos? What are they called? Yeah, Delfino, Pla- uh, Delfino Island. But what are they called? Delfinian. I don't know. Oh, no. Because the, there's like two different races there. I don't know. It's so always about race with Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Italians. Uh, and then I'm playing. Arkham Knight, and I don't know. It's another Arkham Batman game. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. I guess I think it's just a good it's a good game. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't I'm give it a so far. flying fuck about any of the side missions. I like I'm gonna oh, go no, on the straight you narrow. Should, with you this. should. There's some uh, good stuff in the side like, missions. It's like save the firefighters. Like nope, I do not care. The, that, that one seems pretty. Uh, that one seems pretty low frills. I haven't gotten to a point where there's any story there, but all the other side missions usually have some kind some of some of them are really cool like, yeah, Mr. Freeze one in Maybe they Arkham City dude, oh, really Mr. Good. Freeze one in Arkham City is really good yeah. That's really, dude there's Man Bad oh, yeah. there's Man Bad in this one and I'm happy I hate Man Bad the, um, <laughs> I, hate oh, really? I know Bad. you do the <laughs> Scarecrow one in Arkham City is really good too yeah no yeah, but yeah no like, like not, sca- well, not Scarecrow yeah yeah, like, the, two, the two phase one in Arkham Knight is worth no, playing. No, Matt Hatter, the Matt Hatter okay. one. Well, yeah. no, it's, it's Matt Hatter Arkham City. City. That's the one. It, it's about. it's it's not like if it's Rogue Gallery people, like yeah, I'll play that. Yeah. But if it's like no, they, go do the Riddler challenge. Just like I never liked the yeah, Riddler but I never did the, the EMT the Riddler 75 one is fun either, so because like, Catwoman gets involved in there. 
And that's cool. And the, I will say that in Arkham Knight, the Riddler challenges are, in my opinion, the best use of the Batmobile. Yep. Um, like it's it's cool. Well, at a certain point, they become the only use of the Batmobile. <laughs> right. I haven't yeah. gotten that far in the game. I so. fucked up that like starter mission with the Batmobile, where you have to like launch onto like the top of the movie studios. I failed that like five times because it's really yeah. bad at like when you have to go off the ramp. Like that first ramp is fine, and then you have to like go around the perimeter of the studio lot. You can. Um, Are you playing with a controller? Or? Yeah. You can prime the boost where you hold the boost down and then throttle, and it automatically kicks the boost. Like in. the afterburner thing. Yeah, and okay, it, that helps with that stuff. Yeah. It's my favorite thing about Arkham Knight was the combo multi takedown thing that they added. Just yeah. It felt cool. Oh like, yeah, the, yeah, the, the fear, fear takedown. That's, that's, that's my favorite thing. I just did that tutorial. That is, that just really, really well executed mechanic where just it's like you tag them, it's satisfying, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. But it's from Splinter Cell. I do like yeah. um. God, I love that feature. Well, you don't mm-hmm. tag them beforehand, so that's the difficult part of that multi Yeah, you have to kind of like... You have to like swing the camera around and hit them. But I, actually, I kind of like that it's more... Like, you can fuck it up. I like that there's, yeah. some, like, there's yeah. some player agency there. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I just did like the it tutorial mission. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks good. I guess you're on your machine. It oh, might. it's beautiful on Xbox, like, It looks too. fine. Yeah, it like, is beautiful. All the textures and stuff are fine. It's just sometimes you just see the, the jaggies a little I bit. I felt like Arkham Knight had a better realized city than Arkham City. Like I felt like I yeah. I understood the districts better. It's, just, it's too Jerry Bruckheimer for me. I don't like the design, like neon and stuff. See, yeah. I actually I did that because there I've gotten to certain points in there, kind of like, kind of like by Wayne Tower and parts that feel very much like the old like Joel Schumacher Batman and like Batman, yeah, Batman oh, animated Joel series. Schumacher. Sorry, where you're up there where? and it's just like I don't, it just feels like my original impression of Batman. Like that, the, that I had when I was a kid, and I'm in. It's like 1996. I'm watching Batman the animated series. I feel like that is this game. No, I, well, the, I don't know. I felt like like the animated series Batman. Like I feel like the Telltale Batman series has a much more mm. Batman the animated series impression of Gotham than this does. Like I feel like I feel like this has more of a um, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Which That's I don't I like. Yeah, I love. Oh god, I love the art direction in the original. Like it's, it's a, it's like that one's okay because it still has like the gothic vibe to it, and yeah. it's not like shouting at you with all the neon and, and and you know super like crazy proportions of buildings and stuff. But yeah. like this is borrowing way too much from like like when I drive down a street in the Batmobile, like I just think of that scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger is driving his fucking stupid ass <laughs> ice tank through Gotham it like looks like everything just looks yeah. well, that's not well, true. And, and, and that's, that's the that's, that's Joel Schumacher Joel Schumacher yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the, what I'm saying um, yeah oh okay yeah the yeah. funny thing is that you don't drive the Batmobile anywhere in that game you just barrel through the city <laughs> I love yeah. the Batmobile yeah. Yeah. I love it so shit. much uh, my favorite thing is that if you touch like just barely nudge something it just shatters around it like <laughs> you know because you're in you're in a uh, gotham pd and like you're in all these like support columns in the basement and you yep. just kind of slide up there yep. just crumbling <laughs> infrastructure just, yep. but it's, it. it's great because it's like it's fun it's but, fun to drive but the it's also like it no one's fun. acknowledging that tech like that is some fucking like well, how fast it runs physics tech there yeah. them like destroying this environment in such just, a realistic way i love the ui in that game i think they do a really nice job with no, okay. I like. No, it. I mean, no, I mean, it's I like fine. It. You know, I'm just like, I, it's it's a it's a little overbearing for I think me. The, I think the UX gets a little, it gets a little deep because there's so much of it. But the actual, yeah. vis, like the visuals of I, the UI, I think makes sense. I, I think they work. I think well. It all feels in world, yeah. which I like. Right, that's I, what. That's, yeah. yeah, it feels very like, it's like this dead is, space. Yeah. I think they do a good job of making you aware of the absurd amount of mechanics and abilities in that game. Like yeah. Batman can do like a hundred things and but I always do the same thing I grapple sure. a guy I punch him and kick but, him but I also yeah. don't like that you know they're so, right. I like going for style points I like doing right. all the different the shit they're so oh, yeah. bad at like contextualizing like button combos and stuff that they're constantly like 
you know, multi takedown A A B B like it's just sitting yeah. there on the screen. I it's yeah. I think yeah. my least favorite thing in that game is when you're in a, a level that requires you to use multiple gadgets, and the switching between gadgets thing is pretty. That tacky. does yeah. suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not a well. It, it, people have done that. The only thing better. I think of that's similar and, and worse it should be than contextual. That. I think if you're by a thing that needs the electric gun, just have him equip the electric gun. Yeah. Just have a button for gadget. Do right. you guys remember yeah. Assassin's Creed Three, the one in mm-hmm. uh, America? One. Switching weapons in that game made me angry every time. Yeah. It took yeah. so long. It was like a super like shitty radio menu, wasn't it? And it took forever. The um uh, <laughs> when they're tutorializing the battle the tank mode of the Batmobile and when you're with Poison Ivy at the very beginning of the game, I was like losing track of like all the buttons cuz they're just like throwing yeah. controls yeah. at you. Yeah. It was like, "All right, now switch out of battle mode." I'm like, "All right, is that that I hate oh, that but. left trigger is not break. It is fucking. That's my phone. Don't worry about it. No, but yeah. you can you can change that. And I did I, that. I figured yeah, you where did. You do the toggle. But why is break X? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But you can make it so that when you make the tank a toggle thing instead of a hold the button down to do it. Yep. It's way more enjoyable. Smart. Mm-hmm. I, I will um, say one of the things should be the like because they do barrage you really rapidly with a lot of onboarding, but they always because they give you the like. When you go into the menu to look something up, they give you the little video example yeah, of what it is you're helps. doing. I love that. To that's me, that's, that. you know, I think that that's... It's smart. It's it's just one of those ways that you don't have to feel overwhelmed by the game. By a game that has so many mechanics and so many yeah. things to learn, you don't have to worry about. And you cannot play... Like, so I haven't played it for a few months because you have it right now. Yeah. Take your time with it. When I get it back, I know that I'll be able to pick it up and very rapidly remember how to jump into things and not have I to like we'll say that jumping back into an arkham game after not playing one for a while oh it's hard it makes batman look like a drunk idiot yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the stealth and like you do the you do the, the like the motion when you hit y and you yeah. don't counter anything so yeah. batman's just like twitching in the middle of battle <laughs> yeah. where people are shooting him and i'm like fuck yep. this i will say um you know what that reminds me of dan what did you ever play metal gear solid 2 yes I love him, yes. so the met the um the instruction manual that came with that game every single one of snake's moves had this illustrated um, a depiction of like what that looked like, and that's a that's a throwback to like a lot of old school games of that area, and and just before that, like yeah. I, I actually was thinking about that the other day how much I miss game manuals. game manuals because I I have such fond memories as a kid of saving my money up to go buy a Super Nintendo game or a Nintendo sixty four game, and going home and being I, I love package design. taking the manual straight to the bathroom I get, and, <laughs> and get those cheetos ready and i, get, I, get go. <laughs> I just i get so excited for that experience of opening it up opening the manual and and reading i was i'm the guy who reads through the entire manual oh, and, i was too well here download there this are PDF. Of, there are a lot of games that have those you know those little illustrations and they yeah. are true illustrations they're illustrated too. examples Oh yeah, no the Pokemon. The Pokemon manuals Pokemon were always the best. The, they, the World of Warcraft manual is it's a like a tome. Yeah, it was thick. incredible. Yeah, it had all these Chris Metzen drawings in it. Um, but uh, yeah, the Pokemon ones that they would illustrate all the gym leaders and all their badges. Well, the Pokemon and stuff. one, I felt like this is like this is the most narrative you're gonna get. <laughs> uh, okay, it's a lot yeah. of game to fit on but, us. But yeah, thirty-two meg card or how big is the cartridge for the Game Boy? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's little. Just one of the more advanced ones because it's like one of those crap cross-platform mm-hmm. Game Boy Color Game Boy ones. I like manuals as well. Manual. Best, but when I realized because I was a big fan of manuals, but the Mass Effect Codex, like I was like, this is all I ever yeah, want in every is, game. This is, this is way better. You know, I would use game yeah. wikis a lot more if like the general like game wiki template wasn't so shitty 
in yeah. every browser. If you ever yeah. used one, yep. it's like so. I don't understand like why this thing is so slow. It's like well, it's funny. Yeah, and you, you can't search for articles within those things. You have to Google it. Yeah, yeah. There's a the Monster Hunter Four wikis are insane because they're just super deep. But uh-huh. they're always the guy always uses them to learn a new web framework. And the one that he used, uh, Material Design, is incredible. Nice. I'll pull it up in a minute. That's cool. Okay. Uh, the one thing I do like, I do like how they give you camera control and like not the actual cutscenes, but like the mini scenes. Like whenever he's talking to Oracle or whatever, like you still have control Oracle. of the camera. Yeah. And him. I love panning the camera around to look at him. And he's so dead eyed <laughs> talking yeah. to anyone. Like that guy does not know how to like release the tension in his face. So he's just looking bug eyed. And yeah, like everyone. I like yeah. the fact that they've made this a completely unsympathetic Batman. You good. you just cannot feel good about what this guy is doing. Like, you, you'll discover it more as the story goes on too. But it's just like, hey man, you're kind of a dick. Like, oh, it comes back. It's good. The ending's cool. I okay. like that game. I, I still think Arkham Asylum is my favorite though. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm kind of sick of Batman as like a <sighs> as a character. I mean, I think Telltale is doing a good job, but in like in most everything, high five, yeah. No, don't get, get out of here. That was not for <laughs> no. Well played. Uh, Bravo. I just feel like I don't know. He's what about Man Bat? <laughs> not Man, Man Bat. Bat. Fuck Man I'm, Bat. I'm so excited for this game. He is a tragic character. He is the Satan. He is a Lucifer. But, I like no, but, my I like my Batman when he's grounded in reality. But it's I, well, I he's do, really more like the. I Faust. like my Batman when he's going pow. Yeah. Wham. The, uh, it's just I like that Batman. <laughs> All right, Adam West. <laughs> well, there's the scene when you're first like trying to take Ivy in, and you're like walking into the elevator, Puts and then she, on. and then she just has the giant vine like grab you and pull you out of the picture, and then she gets to the bottom floor and opens it up, and then there's Batman again. I'm like, all right, what are we doing? <laughs> I just like I so don't care at this point about like, oh, he's just he look at him get out of everything. I just and he's just so. The goddamn Batman. Mega stoic. And like, it's more interesting when Batman is like, I'll, like you, you kind of touched on it. Like, I like it when Batman's a dick. Like, I like it when he's like over cocky because there's so much, like, That's I don't like Batman year one's cool, but I don't like the idea of like Batman's the world's greatest detective Dude, because you play in, Arkham Origins. in every story, he is never the greatest detective. Like in every game, like everyone's always getting a one up on him in some way, shape or form. It's like, this doesn't like, it's the same flaw with Superman is like you know Superman is this all-powerful being and right. therefore he's boring this like is, this is why Batman Beyond is my favorite Batman because they made the Batman Beyond costumes cool too oh hell yeah but they made Batman and then Bruce Wayne completely fallible as humans like there there is no more like I'm the I like Batman. old Batman yeah like grizzled old bitter like can't do anything Kevin Conroy Batman my is kind the of best. hero alcoholic the, Batman yeah. uh, actually he does drink that he was drinking a lot in the Dark Knight Returns. I don't know. I'm just kind of sick of I feel him. You. I'm sick of him. You playing anything else? I want a sympathetic Batman that cares about his <sighs> I want victims. a crying Batman. Oh. I'm going to hurt you, but not that bad. Oh, wait, no. Best best UX thing in that fucking game is when he paused and says save two minutes ago. Yes. That's the greatest yeah. feature in that game. Yep. Like that is Why doesn't everyone just implement that feature if they're doing auto saves anyways? It's so so slick. There's a lot of little things that I'm like, that's mm. nice. I like the transitions too. I played something new this week plan. that I want to talk about, wait, but let me, I want to... Let's see if you got anything else. Uh, oh, I played a little bit of Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time hey. with the instant replay with live guys. It's fun. It's a four player. Couch go up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just fly in a ship together. That's about, the one we played. We, we, we played about 20 yeah, minutes yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It is good. Um, still playing Tomb of the Mask whenever I, nice. I, I don't have it. anything else to do. Speaking of phone oh. games, Reigns is like selling really well. 
good. It's the top Fuck third. Yeah. It's the second uh, most paid game on Android. That makes me so happy. It's a Devolver Digital game. They're getting big. Makes sense. Who? Devolver Digital. They published uh, Hotline Miami. Yeah. Ooh. Um, they see. published uh, the one of the Lambie Shadow games. Samurai, whatever. Samurai Shadow. Gun. Sam- no, that was no, 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 that no. was Max Shadow. Duncan. The fucking Ninja Warrior game. Shadow Warrior. They re- They rebooted Shadow Warrior, and they did that. Okay. Hmm. It's first person shooter. It's really good. It's just fun. Fun in the way that Doom's fun. Nice. You like fucking shit up. Alex, what have you been playing? So I played the For Honor Alpha yesterday. Ooh, yeah. I heard, I've heard really good things about so, it. So I've been I've been both super like hype about this game and also kind of lukewarm just because I there were some gameplay videos where I didn't really like what I was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, the gameplay is solid. Like I the, heard it's really cool because you like, can faint and stuff. And oh like, my god, there there is such depth that. to that combat. Yeah, that's cool. I played only like 20, 30 minutes and I got my ass handed to me by the computer a couple times. So, wait, so before it, before the the mechanic though is that there's a top right uh, top triangle right. And you can position your three, sword. Three stances. Top, three stances, top, left and right. right and left, yeah. And basically, your stance corresponds with your animation as well. So you can kind of see. But by doing so, you create openings on your body. And so you can fake someone out. So you can go to the right. And then they're going to go to the right, your right block. Yeah. And, which I think is just but that's then, cool. It's yeah. cool. It's like, that's what, that's what that's what martial arts is. It's like, right. I'm just positioning and looking for exploiting a situation. And here, cool. Here's the cool part. There are a ton of moves that go outside of that rule system and then there are different classes right. that behave really differently so that's fucking cool like there's you get a, a flail uh i haven't seen that but it'd be kind of cool if there is one that's like the one medieval weapon that i'm like dude fuck what the fuck are we doing that thing's just <laughs> it's like a spiky ball like this will this will this end get, well this just fuck someone up <laughs> or myself when i miss yeah sorry it's pretty messed up continue but um it's fun um i will say the the UX of the menus in that game is absolutely terrible. They, they, they have like a giant world map. You seen the like creative director? No. Oh man, he's that dude. Just is like, I want to be metal as fuck. It's pretty fucking metal. There you go. I'll give you he that. He like walked on the stage E3. He has this Big giant, ass giant ass beard uh, and a cane. Here, here's one thing didn't I didn't even need the cane. Here's one thing I can't get past though. So, the conceit of this game it starts out. Uh, you know, there's a, a launch video or opener or whatever you want to call it, and it's talking about explainer yeah and so it's talking about like how these three kingdoms you know collapsed natural disaster whatever um and then people started fighting for resources and whatever i'm like okay i'm on board with this and they're like thousands of years of war and then we lost all knowledge of the reason behind this war it's basically them saying like okay we're too lazy to come up with a a good reason for why everyone's fighting roll with it and uh, i was just like uh, you can no longer charge me 60 dollars for this game oh really you don't want to buy anymore um if it's 60 dollars, i'm not gonna buy it if it's 40 i'll consider it if it's 30 i'll definitely buy it well, it's multiplayer only there's no single player there's no there was the, a campaign there is sure the campaign there is ai there's ai combat um yeah, i don't, it's like I don't a, know if there's a story-based campaign it's like dynasty warriors yeah it's like you're that, like dynasty warriors it, that's true your mom's like dynasty warriors it's like dynasty warriors um i think it has a i have a really hard time might. justifying 60 bucks for a multiplayer right. only game like, I, like I, overwatch me, is the exception like i agree for me, yeah, for me. i agree they should they should charge 20 or 30 bucks for this and then and that's perfect that's fine i mean but who am i to say like it seems like there's a lot of work no, it's this got a game, full so. single player campaign yeah okay i hope yeah. it does i hope it's not tacked on because i know that feature was announced after the fact um that's cool i'm, I'm happy with technically everything's tacked is. on yeah it i mean it's really cool to see them take this small idea because it really it is it's just like 1v1 sword based combat and just really blow it out yeah, I think the 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 idea of making a more tactical multiplayer combat game is pretty neat. It's cool to do PvP. You ever play Mountain Blade? 
a little bit, and a buddy who was obsessed with it. This is, is that your same guy. buddy that plays Dark Souls? Yep. Mm-hmm. Tyler Rhodes from yep, yep, yep. RBA Game Jams is a big old Mountain Blade guy. Mountain Blade is the game that you, it's just, it's a game, there's no narrative. It just, it systematically produces itself and creates narrative. It creates stories because there is there is dialogue in Kingdoms, but the combat's all very like, if my sword is here, it can only block another sword right there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Very um, tactical. It's cool. That and I've been I just bl- play as a drummer boy. That I've been playing online Overwatch online. because Overwatch. Overwatch. Overwatch is a great game. Um, I've seen a couple new strategies come out as Anna, the scout sniper, becomes like a. Main, is it Anna or Anna? Anna, Anna, excuse me, becomes a main part of it. Anna, Anna, I'm from Jersey. Um, Geralt. She, <laughs> Geralt, Jerry, get out. My boy Jerry's um, back. She's like a main part Cereal. of everyone's crew now. Um, it's good. I'm waiting to see what the next round of nerfs is. Nerfs. 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 nerfs and balances. I don't know, but they made Diva pretty fucking scary. It's hilarious because Diva was garbage. Diva was garbage, and now like really like a good Diva was. player. Now she's good. Can can ruin an entire team. I liked her even when she was bad. Me too. I, I just like that she could. She's, you you didn't die when you died. Have you yeah. seen that video? Yeah, that's a plus. it's like a parody. It's like you know how to play as Diva, and it's basically just Diva's tank or mech in the background shooting everyone. And she's just dancing in the <laughs> foreground, just across the map. Yep. The fandom that has grown around Overwatch is intense. Oh, yes. And it's very, very passionate and very, 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 very lucrative for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. People are making money. Happy with it. And if it's not obvious, I'm definitely going to be pushing that for game of the year. Oh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Anything else? Not a lot of time to play games this week. I did play like five minutes of Tomb of the Mask, and that game is really cool. It's not an aesthetic I usually go into. That like black background with overly pixelated it's not in the black. colors no but like the, the kind of like he doesn't like spreadsheets um what's it called undertale and what was the the jump game where you have the the rocket boots to also shoot people down well down super well? mario Brothers. like yeah those aesthetics don't really do it for me <laughs> but um tomb of the mask is so addictive and cool really? I, I can get into it yeah do you know what tomb of the mask is i do not well someone explain to me what tomb of the mask is it I is showed a, it to you um imagine um, Pac-Man, except instead of slowly going through little dots, you immediately jump to whatever the opposite wall is. It's like oh, VVVV. Oh, okay. Oh, and then you're yeah. going up I don't like the name Tomb of the Mask. I don't either, because it does not associate just, with that. I'm thinking whole. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's cool just because, like, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I like it because it's just oh. so out there. That's a bad name. It is a bad no, name. I, I enjoy I, it. I like it. I don't think the name has it, to describe the gameplay. It evokes a like uh, <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple vibe. Yeah, and right, they, they lean right, into right. that in the game too. All right, like the the like because the very start the start screen is like a picture of the outside of like the tomb, and the tomb is just a giant pillar that just goes into the air for right. infinity. Also, Crash Bandicoot is just named after the protagonist. So Crash Bandicoot's a fantastic name. His name's Crash, and then the animal that he is. <laughs> Have you seen the Crash Bandicoot? Explosion Moose. <laughs> Mason Human. <laughs> Have you seen the... Uh... <laughs> Wait, can we make that game? Yes, please do. Mason Human? Mason no. Human. No, it's Explosion, just Explosion Moose. <laughs> it's, just, it's just XCOM. He <laughs> <laughs> just practically moved me like, to school and to work. <laughs> and I can't die. Andrew pops up, kills one of your party. <laughs> just emotionally destroys me. The, um... Speaking of cool names, I don't know. I just think about this. Gunvolt. I have no idea what that game is, but I've always just loved that name. Isn't that you're shitting on Tomb of the Mask and you think Gunvolt? Gunvolt, sweet. It just sounds like it sounds like it's gonna fuck Isn't some shit Gunvolt up. Gunvolt by the people who made uh, what's that? What are you saying? Female fighting game. Oh, um, uh, beach volleyball. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. What's it called? So, oh, oh, oh. Skullgirls. 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 I don't know. 
But I think cool it is. Th- don't quote me on that. Um, I like Galaxy. It's a good name. That, that's a good name. Gunvolt's a good name. It's better than Captain America. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alex, have you seen the uh, Crash Bandicoot 2? Uh, yeah, well, Dan and I yeah, stay yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, Fuck have you, you, dude. <laughs> have you seen the uh, Crash Bandicoot 2 tattoo? No. All right, so this guy got uh, on his arms. On one arm, it says Crash and like the scripty like prison font. And on the other arm, it says <laughs> Bandicoot 2. And so when he crosses his arms, it just says Crash Bandicoot 2. That's so bad. <laughs> it's almost as cool as getting your hands to say sin and bad. So you can put them together and it says sin bad like in the night of. Yeah, like a night of. Um, I like that you refer to that font as like prison script because that's it's pretty good. What I think of too. I like yeah, that's, that. no, that, yeah. that's good. I dig that. But uh, now I just want to have games that have cool names. Bioshock I like a lot. Yeah, Bioshock's got a good name. Bioshock's got perfect a good dark. Name. Mass Effect. I love the name Mass Effect. Yeah. Don't like Dragon Age. I mean, like, I get it, but whatever. Yeah, it's not. Thedas. I think the Elder Scrolls is kind of cool. Just it's like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's great. I like Elder Scrolls. I like, like Street Fighter because it's so just visceral. It's like, hey, they're beating the shit out of each other outside. <laughs> Super Mario, silly. Metal Slug. Metal Slug's good. I like Monster Hunter. It's like, hey, this is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Video game jump. Uh, I've been playing since uh, you guys We care. didn't ask. That's all right. I'm going to tell you anyways. <laughs> um, so uh, I played... I've only been playing Fallout 4. And I didn't play very much. But I did go to the... Um, the mechanist thing that quest line yes so i was playing that that's really good quest line i bet and someone on that team and i just this is the only thing i want to talk about the only game i really they like designing doors because the door animations in that game are incredible like i always i always <laughs> love just them. that quest line or in general in this quest line in particular and i'll, I'll tell you in a minute i'm gonna spoil it i don't care sorry that's fine Aww. Well, it's not a spoiler. So the vault's opening in those games always looks awesome to me. Yes, because yes, the big crane comes and, out uh, and spins and it over. And in Fallout 3, I loved it. Like, I always, like, there's something about just big, heavy doors that I like. And in this game, there's literally a moment where you unlock the door, and it's one type of door that crazy, mechan- and then it's, like, six more doors behind <laughs> it. And it's just, like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, this is sweet. I love this. That's one of the things good. I have to, to add to that, too, is that uh, I think a testament to good design in that game is that it's both designed visually to feel like it has weight and and oomph, but also the audio design. Like thinking about when the oh, vault, yeah. think about the vault opening. The vault opening is so impressive because it feels like it has weight and substance, but it also has the sound and just the way the sound interacts. Well, with it's it. the, like the, it just, the heaviness combined yeah, with the vacuum with like the seal air escaping and it just oh, it works well. I do miss the days, the Metroid Prime days, where you shot a door to open it. I wish more games did that. Record has that mechanic. No, I think <laughs> no. I think I think that their record looks neat. So it's got some really good reviews and it's got some really okay reviews. So I'm 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 not gonna discount it till I play. I doubt. That's I like I like hearing that. Uh, so the doors are great, really great doors. The it's all about <laughs> really good doors. huge doors. So the other thing is that it has these AI personalities and it leans into the trope where the AIs are like, I was assigned to help humanity. The only way to help humanity is to kill them. But the AI that says it, the character, player character, can like preempt it and be like, no, that's stupid. Everyone does that fucking shtick. All robots think that way. And it's pretty funny. That's I cool. Like the writing and it's like... I like that. I like what they do with robots in that game, even just because I haven't played the, the DLC, but like the, the racetrack with the robots. Yeah, I, and, I just went there. And the other, the, the, the like... Um, is there any way to go to the racetrack with robots without having to kill everyone? 
I think there is, but I, I fucking think rolled up and it, I couldn't. Everyone I, just I, came on me. And I, I like, blew every. I blew them all up. <laughs> but um, and then there's that other one with the with the robot like little town made of robots. I have that town. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. They're my. They're a settlement. Wait, Grey Garden. They're all. Yeah, Grey Garden. Yeah. No, 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 not Grey Garden. With there's, the greenhouse. There's like, it's like a, it's like the, the comp, the, it's like the mall of the future, but it's run by robots. Oh, I haven't been and there. Yet. Is this in the regular? This is in the regular game. game. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you can, they'll turn on you, unless you, can convince the like leader robot who lives in the top tower and commands all the other ones that you're not a threat. That sounds very much like um, Vegas. Yeah, it's cool. Now, who do you side with? Fine, I side with uh, the railroad. Same. So oh. I'm in a point now where like. I've since I found all the settlements and stuff with the Minutemen, I'm like super tied with the Minutemen, but I also did all the railroad stuff. So they're both like, "Hey, we know you like both of us. You got to pick one." I'm like, "That's bullshit." Yeah. The Minutemen's mission and the railroad mission are not mutually exclusive. Well, the thing is, if you choose either of those sides, it's not a problem. No, like you they just don't, can't. You don't pit them against each other. You just can't choose the Brotherhood. I know. I know. I'm gonna have to go exterminate the Brotherhood of Steel, which I still feel fucked up about. I don't know. Did, uh, I had done so many side missions by the time I got to making the choice, but I I knew I was gonna do railroad just because I liked what they stood for. Mm-hmm. No, and I liked it, the railroad. It was like I I was really far. I was at the point of if you do one more mission, you will forfeit the ability to do anything else for these other tracks. Mm-hmm. So, it, but I I ultimately chose the railroad. I didn't I didn't do the uh, Minutemen missions until after I finished the main quest. Well, that, 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 the Minutemen's easily the, the least fleshed out of them. Yeah, yeah that's I, more just like, it's more collecting. I do like their fort, though. But oh, it, I the hate fort's those, awesome. those stupid missions. Oh, more ghouls over here. Go clear out well, the ghouls. That's the, um, yeah. the, radiant, the settlements. radiant system. Their quest system that just produces quests automatically. Yeah. So, but I had the Minutemen build a teleporter, which is ah, kind of cool. okay. I had the And that changes building. a lot of things because the railroad's like, you can go and get information for the railroad, but they're still kind of like side-eyeing you. But also, I'm super tight with Deacon because Deacon's like my favorite character in that game. Um, Wait, who's like the tech guy on Sturges? the Minutemen? He's side. the guy that you build the settlement like when you first go to Sanctuary. He's got overalls. Yeah. But when he when he builds a teleporter for you, I don't know if this happens for everyone, but the teleporter starts falling apart as you're using it. Oh no! It's pretty funny. He's like, ignore that tube, and it's just this tube flailing around next to you. That's funny. It's kind of I forget how the Minutemen one goes because it's the crazy. They're crazy. Gadget guy. It's not. Uh, oh, you mean the railroad? railroad Tinker Tom. Yeah. Yeah, Tinker Tom. Tinker, and you go. I love Tinker Tom. I like, and you I go like to the, like, the little house yeah, by Pam's the lake. Cool. You have to go to the house by the lake to yeah, build yeah. it, and which I, I like do. that house. I think that Fallout Four does a better job at bringing up the synthetic, like what is humanity thing, than Mass Effect Three did. I think it does a much more better job of producing yeah. sympathetic well, have AI. You, have you gotten into the institute yet? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, it's yeah, because the get the Geth are your mm-hmm. enemies for so long. But no, I love the Geth. I hated Eva or um. It was Eva. Yeah, I hated. I, I will hated say human Eva. What I think Fallout Four I didn't. does well <laughs> is <laughs> so hot. Um, she looks like a thing from the Jetsons. Fallout Four. So I was dead set on siding with the railroad until I got into the Institute. And then yeah. I did have moments where I was like, no, they make a really compelling maybe case. Maybe I should be siding with the Institute. I, and it was yeah. hard for me to make that decision. Oh, they send you, they send you on that quest to get the rogue sent. That's like a radar that's been killing everyone. Yeah. That, yeah. One, that was an interesting mission. Well, and even the just, direction's cool in that building. Even just yeah. this idea, this, this rational appeal to the betterment of 
the masses the masses and it's like okay they're 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 they are they don't make this an easy choice they don't make like the brotherhood for me was never an option there because i'm too anti-authoritarian enough to have that be an option for me but that brotherhood um, of steel in that game is not even like no gingerly done though it's like no, hey no. these are the bad guys in this yes. game <laughs> like it's not there's no which is funny because and the, you know it as soon as you see the general's haircut i did i did the brotherhood side quests way before i did i think uh, everyone does because you go to cambridge i think it's by design i think it's by design did i tell you dan that we drove by that police off police station yeah. when we went to boston yeah i know that, i was like well hey yeah no it's uh, place gonna be super fucked up that game does a really good job I, the only thing that disappointed me about the game is because they are so accurate with so many landmarks. But if you go to where BU is, there's nothing. Like yeah, there's it's like real life. nothing, yeah. and I'm just like, I hate you. It's all. Just a ground zero. It's not Boston College. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But boom. Sorry, right. BC is not in the game either. Uh, but um, MIT is an unfavorable. MIT light. and uh, in Harvard. How much of the institute stuff have you done? Have you finished it? No. Okay. So as soon as I like, started doing stuff for them, I was like. No, I gotta go. I gotta go make more silencers for guns. I'm sorry, I gotta go, dude. My so I have the. This is really dumb, but I have broken that game. I can one hit kill everything, and I'm on survival, so everything's like a little. You know, I bought that overseer's guardian gun that shoots two bullets at once, and then you put the 308 ammo in it, and you put a silencer in it. I can just like death claws if I get the critical shot. They just and it's so funny because it's doing so much damage that. It adds impact to it, yeah. so they just yeah, ragdoll rocket away, and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Have you been up to uh, Salem yet? Yes. No, I haven't done that, but I did do uh, the Cabot House quest. In the Cabot House quest, Cabot House quest awesome. is awesome. It's one of the best quests me in games. Period. It weirded like me New out. Vegas. I was like, "What is going? What, like, where is this fantastic. weird like occult thing? Like, this seems it. so out of and I loved the universe. The, the, the dad had that the, unique the, art headpiece found 150 years ago or whatever. So cool. As an archaeologist, I killed him. I thought it was awesome. Oh, did you? I, I killed the I dad. killed the son and the and the daughter and kept the dad alive so that oh I could God. keep going back and getting the the, the serum. Yeah. Oh, I never use items. I, yeah, mm. I never no. use like boosting items. Did you guys not oh. like? I thought that was like super. Like this doesn't feel like Fallout. This feels like that to me felt like more like Stargate Fallout or... than anything else. Really, the weird like I love in Fallout is it Fallout Three with the Greg Vault? We just show up and it's a bunch of clones of Greg. <laughs> yep. I love, love that. that. That's yeah. Fallout. Yeah, that's the Fallout to me. So, so let me ask you this, Dylan. When you play Fallout, do you read all the terminals? Like, do you read yeah. all the stories? Okay. Because yeah. it just felt like another one of those only fleshed out to me. Because yeah. um, I love, like, some of those. That, to me, is where the brilliance in those games and where I can't even fathom making a game like that is how many of those stories they have in those worlds that it's like, holy shit. Or think of the ones so that they rejected. Much. I know. Not well, the like percent that don't get yeah. seen. Like yeah. a lot of people didn't. Like oh, I have. I, sure. I, I'm now 110 hours into Fallout 4. Like, and I still haven't seen a, a lot. Of, and I, I walked by Nuka World the other day, and I was like, I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> I just bookmark this. Not, not this season. Keep I got walking. a mod that lets you put silencers on energy weapons, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> it's cool. I don't get played with energy weapons much. I was. I played with like ghetto. Like pipe rifles, all pipe time? rifles and shit. For Fuck most you. Of it. Fuck the pipe rifle. Yeah, this is so dumb. Pipe rifle. The, the, I didn't like the pipe rifle because I thought it just looked stupid. Yeah, better. Oh, I liked it. Better no, class of weapon. I will say did I liked the, the, the aesthetic of it. I just didn't like uh, me holding it. Yeah. I'm like, did, I'm a yeah, badass yeah. fucking. I still am wearing the vault uniform though. Did they still have the laser chain gun? Yeah. That yeah. was so. Back in New Vegas, my character had the stealth ninja, ninja armor, a cowboy hat, and walk around with that giant chain gun. And just destroy the oh, entire the landscape. Oh, stealth armor in New Vegas is cool, but also the most annoying item in that game because it talks to you. 
and it <laughs> never shuts up. I don't remember that. It's so annoying. Stealth Armor in Fallout 3 broke the game. Nice. The Chinese Stealth Armor. Oh, that you get from Anchorage. Anchorage, which I liked Operation Anchorage. I never played any of the add-ons for 3. I didn't, I didn't either. Oh, they're all mm-hmm. great. I Guys, wanted to. You Please. should all go back and play um, Far Harbor. Far Harbor I've heard, starts yeah, off really, really cool. Really um, and the, the mechanist stuff is cool. And the the robot building stuff is cool. I just never have a companion because it cuts my carry weight by 100. Should uh, should get that Thomas Tank Engine mod. Put Thomas Tank Engine heads Dude, on your, Fallout with on your mods, mechs. When I'm just like, there's a quality of life thing I don't like. I'm just like, there's a mod for it. Like the chameleon armor that turns you invisible when you're crouching i've never heard of this oh it's in fallout 4 it's okay. something that you get you can just find it yeah it's a piece it's a legendary piece. the game's still relying on iron sights but it turns you, you invisible you and can't, you can't see, iron see anything so if you don't have a scoped weapon so i download a mod that changes the skin when you're invisible it just makes you like light blue but it's just fine it's cool stuff like that hmm. um and then i also played a little bit of call of war as gunslinger which i think oh, i talked about last week was. I talk about that last week? No. No. I think it. the next time it goes on sale, you guys should all buy it because it's it's really I, I don't about remember it. Like, it's what for is shitty it? things about the cartel. What is Cartel's it? Cartel's bad. This game it's is like what, shooter. it's a first person shooter with a narrator the entire time you're playing that responds to how you're doing. Like in Bastion. Oh, sweet. It's a short little like and you're pretty much going, it's a western, but it's really fun. Who made it? The shooting, the um Let's find out. I also have 26 hours in it because I left it running all day. I think I want to say the old, previous ones were published by THQ, but no. But the the developer, I know I'm turned away from the mic. It's um, it's, it's Peggy oh, sixteen. Call of Juarez. I thought you were Tech saying Techland. It's the guy saying that made Call Dead of Island. War. Oh. No, Call of Juarez. 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 And, um, the guys the made shooting Dying is Light. actually like it's the way that game. Did you guys ever play Bulletstorm? No. no, but I know yes. that this that evokes was a lot of it feels storm. like Bulletstorm where it's like it's just stupid action, but this narrative layer on it is really fun. It's also very also, frenetic. So like there's one point where you, you, you roll up on this. You're, it's all a linear shooter um, and you roll up on this um, this wagon that's been robbed and like all these people show up and it's all these Native Americans with bows and they're like so you're, and you're the whole premise is that you're in a bar telling the story. So you're playing this thing, and the guy's like, "Wait, where were you?" And they're like, "There's no Native Americans there." He's like, "Oh!" And then the whole game wipes, and then they just come up as cowboys the next time. <laughs> it's pretty funny, and like, ah, uh, it it does. It's, it's, I like it's good. I like clever yeah games like that. And it's, and I my, do like un, unreliable narrator stuff, like with Prince of Persia, Prince of things Persia, like that. and um and Bastion, which the narrator is reliable, but the coolest thing about it is that one problem i have with first person shooters is that i'm playing cutscene to cutscene because i I've, i'm usually playing first person shooters that are like that because i want to i like the story and i want to pursue it and i like when they put the story in the world while you're playing and it just it, it feels a tighter more otherwise i just listen to podcasts while i play them games like what 15 hours it's relatively short well it's shorter than that i think i don't know but uh it was it was three dollars so really yeah so and it, it'll go on sale it always goes on sale but Juarez. I highly recommend it and I'll see if it has backwards compatibility for Xbox because I think it is on Xbox 360 it's a great game really good game yeah I heard good nice. things I always get that game mixed up with Gunstringer <laughs> so I think it's Call Juarez Gunstringer that's funny the duels are dumb though I'll say that so how far are we? How, many, how, many, how long have we been talking an hour and a half holy shit we gotta do this we've been yapping game of year thing 
you talking about this will be the beginning of the discussion on it i guess all right so dylan and i have been talking and we're kicking you guys off the podcast sorry 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 nice Aww. um okay you know what fuck you your mic I'm screen out. came between us you, you can't, can't, the, 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 you can't kick me off is... i'm leaving go ahead bud oh. and uh, oh i said wait i'm sorry i'm sorry oh, oh, bluff. <laughs> so we're gonna have to talk about game of the year sooner than later um you know are you you're both your parents love you very much <laughs> no no so dylan and i um have been talking debating whatever about how we want to pick the game of the year talking debating whatever um and i and i think the game of the year is a hard a hard thing to do for us i think it's a hard thing i think game of the year is, is a weird thing anyways because in our case it'd be like we're gonna pitch Life is Strange against The Witcher 3, where they're just two completely... Well, like, here's, here's a Ford Focus, and here's a, here's a Boeing. Well, no, here's the thing that we want to clarify. Oh, it's our game of the year. It's not Game Witcher of 3 the, came out It's last not year Game too. of 2016. Uh, it's Best Games We Have Played uh, okay, that 2016. Because okay. I think we both agree that it, it needs to be relative to us. Because like, what we well, played this that year. That and that, like, the, the average consumer doesn't, like... They don't play by that many games. So, like, when yeah. I was talking to Rich from Clever Endeavor, he's like, yeah, I'm still playing Rocket League. And, like, I know it's a year old. I'm like, so what? Like, people are going to be yeah. playing Rocket League for years. Like, and it should Regardless be that way. Regardless of the average consumer, this show has never been about that either. This show yeah. is about our, our take on all things related to games. Right, but I think it's disingenuous a lot. When, to the product? When it's talking. Yeah, when agree, you're just focusing on games in that calendar year. But if that's the case, then every, every year of my life, XCOM is going to be the greatest game of the year. <laughs> And the last three months of the year are when most games come out anyway. So it's like you really can't even have that conversation until January, February kind of thing. Well, but thinking about it, I will tell you one thing. I think that 2015 was one of the best years in gaming in a long time. I'm still like blown away at what came out in 2015. The Witcher 3, Fallout 4, fucking Bloodborne, um, Metal Gear Solid 5, Destiny the Taken King, uh, Life is Strange came out in 2015. Like just across the board, 2015 was a great year for games. So it was 2016, but... I so, think 2016 is gonna end strong. I think I think there's a lot of bold take. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. I, I in hope the next so. Three months. The new Destiny expansion comes out on Tuesday. I'm really excited about that. I think like Gears 4 has potential. I think oh. Gears 4 looks rad. I'm ready, I'm ready for Gears. I forgot that's coming out this year. I'm ready for some 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 Horde mode. I love uh, Horde, I Horde mode. Oh, Horde, is mode. Be Horde mode is the best. I'm excited um, for Mafia. Mafia looks kind of cool. I don't know. I. With Mafia, it's just another. It's an open world crime game, which I kind of. Yeah, but it's a I, I really like Mafia too. So, so how do you want to do Game of the Year? Well, my my first idea that Mason's not a fan of was doing. It's not that I'm a fan of. I love it. I think it's great. Is that uh, a bracket? So mm-hmm. basically, we put we either make a seed or don't make a seed, just randomize it, and just put all the games in there. And Dylan has a running list of games we talked about. Um, and then just do all right instead of like having to make a huge list and like picking random ones out of this huge pile all right it's just gonna be this game versus this game winning game proceeds this game versus this game this game proceeds now the flaw in that style is um i think it's going to be a lot of overall what the group likes and not individual person's take on it yeah so it's going to be a lot of maybe averages and not a spike for Dan, a spike for Mason, a spike for Alex, uh, a spike for Dylan. So it might be games we all acknowledge that are good, but not like games we 
are super pot on. That's the disadvantage of that. But the advantage is that it allows us to talk about every game mm-hmm. for however long or short we want to talk about it. And I feel like it'd be entertaining to listen to. So I generally like bracket formats um, when they're on about really focused topics. My only concern for something this broad is how do you talk about I, I think the running contender for me for game of the year that did come out this year is definitely inside. But how how do I compare that to Fallout 4, which is such a vastly different game and also a game that I think is fantastic? It, it's just such a hard thing if they were to go head to head. I don't know. I, I, but I think and, I think one thing cool about it though is it does expose interesting things in examining what what makes a good game and what makes a good game relative to another thing. Like I, I think that's right, interesting. Right. But I think one thing that I'm I'm personally very passionate about, and I and I know that this is I think that when we provide when we talk about games, I think that criticizing games, having opinion on games, is very very important. But I think when to me, what I want the the game of the year out of war to be is I want I want it. We don't have clicks. We don't have uh, any of that stuff. It can be a very positive representation of the best shit that we really enjoyed. You know what I mean? And I do think that my issue with the bracket is that it fundamentally says we have to say that one thing is worse than another, even though by all intents and purposes, if you put fall if you put inside next to to The Witcher 3, which The Witcher 3 is like one of my favorite games of all time, to me that just it's putting a game down for no reason when it, right. it when, but, when I want to That's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say. And I really want so and I pitched this idea to Dylan and I don't think he likes it as much. Well it was but I was like, we should just all come up with like our favorite games, and then we need to make up fake awards to give them to. No, I want a ranking. I want one through ten. Hit it. No matter what, no matter how we do it, I want a one through ten. I, I do think, I, like, I'm leaning towards each of us coming with our top, you know, X. I like that. Yeah, like top, yeah, we five, five, top ten. So let's like say we all come with top ten, yeah. no duplicate. So if like everyone here agrees, Overwatch. Okay, one person picks Overwatch, and then someone else gets a break. No, 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 I think we should. I think we should, should, should be representative. Yeah. Okay, and so, I think that would be a good show to listen to, also, where everyone comes in and it's like, hey, here's here's my list of the top ten, and if there's a consensus five, well, cool. Then we are then that gives us more time to talk about the other five. Okay, so let's say at maximum we all bring in what forty games across the. The four of us will be 10 top 10 each 10 each so yeah. i'm saying 40 total do you have that list you can share with us yeah, yeah i can share it cool. to you and it um, has to be ones we've talked about on the podcast yes and i have one so, and I, so just go back and start being like oh okay. by the way agripolis or whatever it's called no, <laughs> well it doesn't no. you don't have to take so i mean if you haven't played a game you can put it on your list if you really want to but so i have it broken down i really like halo 7 this is <laughs> this so this is how I have it broken down. I have a master list of all the games we've talked about. It has to be one of us four. So okay. if someone came on and talked about whatever, it's not on the list. They're um, gone. And then I have it broken down by what you've specifically played. So okay. I have all the games that you've played, I have all the games that Alex played, I have all the games that Mason and we'll played. We'll do this around Christmas time. And yeah. then... Yeah. So you, have, you have all the time to kind of organize your thoughts. Um, well, and, it's good too. And I couldn't I've... figure out who played Sunset Overdrive, so I just like, put that I, on that's the side. So, okay. so I have played Sunset Overdrive. I just... Well, now you can talk about it. You can talk about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if one person I'm brings it up, it's fine. And it's a great yes. game. Okay, Whatever. cool. So it's not specific. Like it's not like you had to specifically talk about it. Yeah, and that order. was that was a last year game for me, so I wouldn't consider that on this year for me. But I do think one thing I want you guys to think about over the next few weeks too is is you know I think that we there there are opportunities to come forward with some sort of uh, overall thing. Yeah. I just 
you know, I'm not sure if I'm sold on the one through 10 thing. Um, but I think that there, it's a cool thing to, to really examine, like, how do you position? What's the what's the best way to celebrate the games that we really enjoyed this year? That's that's and for me and what I do think is something that we have to speak to is it, it needs to be a celebration of the work that I'm just incredibly fucking jealous is getting done and that I'm really stoked that we get to enjoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's Well, we could do cat we could do a, an overall top 10 for actual game of the year, but we could also we could also yeah. give honorable mentions for sure. categories like art direction or, you know, gameplay, UX UI, whatever. Or I mean, just have like a one honorable mention per person or something. Like yeah. here's the Alex well, and honorable. And one thing mention. that might be cool is that we we all bring these top 10 lists and then whatever games are crossovers on those lists, we can then rank those maybe. Yeah. Which would be kind of cool. But also then it still begs the debate of like, well, and here's the other question I have for you guys when we're making this list. Are we doing... Please, no Zelda 2. You can do anything. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Uh, no, but what I am going to ask, if, are we going to do a game that... So there's a game that I'm thinking of that three out of the four people in this podcast, well, two out of the four especially, did not like. And then three out of the four fell off playing pretty quickly. But it's considered one of the most successful video games of the year. I know it. <laughs> it's Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. and I'm and I'm not saying that I necessarily would even have I mean, it. As that one might of end my... up on my list, even though I did. So okay, yeah. that's my question, I, I would... right? Because for me, it's not one of my favorite ten games I've played this year. But I feel like we would be remiss to not mention. Right. The I mean, it, it's it. yeah. I'm not going to like try to quantify okay. or qualify like cool. how you do your list. Cool. If, if you yeah, whatever yeah. reasoning yeah. you have, you need to present it when you present. Yeah. It. And then cool. it needs, cool. to, and then we'll see if it passed muster. Cool. When we do the ultimate rank, and then I can tell you right now. There's no fucking way. I'm oh, it's, Pokemon go, it's going go on. Or... It's on. It's so on. There's. I mean, I'm telling you guys, because it's going to be Pokemon Go or Inside. I'm taking my stance. <laughs> why can't, I'll I'll fucking, why can't I'll we filibuster just, it, too? Why can't, we just, like, why can't we just ditch <laughs> Witcher 3 dictionary and, just and put on both of those? You can ditch Witcher. You can ditch whatever you want. I'll put fucking Life is Strange on there before I put Pokemon Go. Ooh. Pokemon well, go. Life is Strange is going on there, obviously. Above Witcher. I think that the vacuum of air that just sucked out of the room <laughs> answers that one. Uh-uh. I will um, say before we have this conversation though, about Game of the I'll Year that on. I will finish Life is Strange so that I can have that conversation with And Dylan. I will finish The Witcher. I need to start before the Witcher. We, before we have those debates, I'm going to drink like four cups of coffee and three beers oh, and just be like the angriest, most upset stomach, hyper version of myself I can possibly be so that my voice is the loudest and my answers are the ones that we go with. <laughs> and Alex is going to shit his pants five well, minutes I, in. You'll have to listen to me then. I, I actually, um, and I'm a little I'm a little upset with myself they even said that. Like, I, if, if Pokemon Go was a, a, a great experience for you, like that's, we need to talk about that because I think that a lot of game of the year is just these long discussions and, and it's just this, this ranking. And I, I think what no one or what, what we can do differently than a lot of people is find a way to yeah. position the stuff that we really like based on our personal takes and have people identify with those. And, well, like, and that's a really cool loop. Since we do talk about design a lot, you know, like the reason I bring that up is it one of my favorite 10 games I played this year? Maybe, maybe not. But I'll be damned if I can tell you the last time a video game, when I went to Santa Monica Pier yeah. in LA yeah. and saw the cultural impact a video game had had. Fuck yeah. That's impressive. That is something that warrants at least, maybe that's my call out then. But we can talk about it later. But that's that's why I'm like, I I want to know where the, 
where we are coming from in terms of how we are talking about these games. Because for me, cultural relevance and impact is is a huge part of the recognition that some of these deserve rather than personal preference. Because personal preference, like, you know, that's that's neither here nor there when it comes to, for me. But that being said, I think it's also important that the way we present this podcast on a regular basis, a lot of it is personal preference. And so I do think it's important that that's what I'm saying. we address that as well. I think that, um, you know, if that's the case too, then, then Minecraft needs to be mentioned again and again for just fucking... Because Minecraft is always still, fantastic. But Pokemon Go is is, is big. Like it's it's huge. Yeah, it's but important. Minecraft has had leg. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but like Minecraft has shaped Minecraft fan. my brother's personality. Like the yeah. kids, I they have Minecraft birthdays. Yeah. They have fucking. It's what Pokemon was for me when I was a kid. Yeah. Times a thousand. Yeah. Um, what? So, and I do I do want to think about just like really really take you know if you have a few minutes, like just think about how we can come together, in in organize and discuss these things in a way that's interesting um and then and and to what dylan said i think is really important is it promotes an, a cool tension and discussion and we can talk about pokemon go oh yeah is it like, no. what, i'm gonna fuck you all up i'm gonna come in like all right top five life is strange pokemon go uh <laughs> any tell all telltale games <laughs> all telltale uh, games number three uh golden sun yeah and um, pokemon yellow uh oh wait no this boxing. is a game i'm a big Go- boxing fan big now boxing <laughs> google till brush <laughs> google till brush no google, google, google is objectively google brush is on there till brush is on there so is eve gunjack yeah. and i keep and every time i come uh, i see the lesson light oh yeah eve gunjack what about eve gunvolt it's a good game eve gunvolt um but what i think it's important also is so if like we have this discussion um because there's a where it's like all right witcher 3 is good now it's also going to be good next year what if it doesn't get on this year's list it's like well yeah if it if it is in the running it's out like so all these games are listed that we've played this year no longer uh, contenders like unless you can make cool. a very strong case because i probably won't play witcher 3 until like mid to late december into january so uh, i'll probably miss that discussion judging how deeply you fell into fallout 4 last winter break you might get through the witcher 3 that, yeah, in that's, time that's well that's what i'm thinking like that's i might get it, it, it depends on what it, our finals between, are if we do it between the holiday and new year's Cause I'm fucking out of town on New Year's Eve. Really? No, because I mean, my cousin's having her wedding on New Year's Eve. So I'm, I'm, I went well, to New Year's Eve. How selfish of her! Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I have like there's a million. It's free booze. I... I don't know what you're complaining about. <sighs> or is it a cash bar? No, it's not. It's fucking better than <laughs> <laughs> I love weddings are fun. What <laughs> prick does a cash bar at a on wedding? New Year's Eve? <laughs> on New Year's Eve. And they 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 promptly ended at 10 p.m. That'd be terrible. So. The other thing that I was thinking we could do is that I think it'd be really cool if there are games that we know have to be celebrated, and then as a group we have to come up with the best award that represents that game. Mm. No, <laughs> which, which, yep. Which Dylan hates. That well, I don't know if he well, hates. Well, why it. don't we do? Well, because I mean that's a lot of stuff to talk about. Why don't we just? But do I think it? if we if we come in and we see there's some like if if Life is Strange makes you and 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 if it make if like you're like we need to celebrate Life is Strange. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. And there are things about Life is Strange that I know are incredible. I think that, that so, the way they treat time, the way they, I think there's some cool stuff in terms of tone and art direction in that game. Mm-hmm. 
But also, I think it's kind of funny to be like, it's the best writing in spite of its writing. Or like, so, it's the, so what if we do this? What if we each get five superlatives of our own choosing that we have to narrow narrow down and have narrowed down by the time we come to talk about them? And I'm already going to present my list as ten best of different awards. Or well, why? That's what well, I was thinking. Why don't do, we do have? Both. Why don't we, do, we have the ranking, like yeah. the overall ten, and then that each we one of the ten we, talk, we give we a superlative to? And the, the okay, well, because I was going to say, rank them one through ten, or do we just have the ten word? This is the word ten. The ten best games of, of play, 2016 like, as played by Ward. I like rankings. But what 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 about rankings is so? What is there, important? There, there's like, a, there's what a, does it substantially add to the conversation of games? I think so. Other than listening to the giant bomb ranking of Zelda games, uh-huh. I think I think it's important to say, hey, these are the ten best. I think pretty much everyone there was in agreement and probably should be in agreement that Link to the Past was number one and Ocarina was number two. Uh-huh. I think everyone else was pretty much in agreement about what the other eight were with one or two exceptions, but the order really didn't matter at that point. So okay. I, I don't know. That's where I fall I'm, on I'm, the ranking thing because I'm like, these are just 10. Like, just- like me personally, I probably would have had Majora's Mask higher on that list. and But it's not... I would have been upset. The two that I would have been upset with, if they weren't the two at the top, were Link to the Past and Ocarina, and after that, it didn't matter. Um, but I don't know. That's, I mean, to me, I don't know. I guess it's a consumer standpoint. I mean, and Mason saying, you know, this is for us, so it doesn't really matter. But I like being able to say, you know, going back, saying, all right, what do outlets think is the top game of this year, and seeing what the consensus is. It, it, what but the consensus always, is it's across the board. Some big budget thing it's always and you look at the giant bomb game of the year over that's gonna be inside i mean inside's gonna be up in little but guys inside's a bigger budget project like it's i guarantee you that inside wins best art direction for the year for sure no 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 i'm not i mean like the over what i'm saying is that the ward podcast is or at least my understanding of it is is it's art we are nine times that time we're talking about the design of games yep we're talking about the elements and we we're usually kind of reverse engineer them a little bit i think by nature of us wanting to be game designers mm-hmm. and, and by nature of you guys being designers um is that what you are alex okay and i think sure. that sorry <laughs> i think that the uh i lost my train of thought uh okay then i, I think i think we can all agree that alex needs to stop eating pizza with a knife <laughs> 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 i'm gonna use that knife before no, I, have, else, I, have, I have one more idea one more idea this is this is probably not gonna go well what if we rank top five religions? Okay, Buddhism. Ooh, dips on flies with a monster. Taoism. Da- <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Islam. Pastafarianism. But also, uh, this is by no means do we need to figure it out today. I just yeah. think it's a... It's well, that's okay. that's yeah. why I was going to suggest, what if we do the, the top ten that we, regardless of whether it's ordered or not, that we all bring to the table and we debate to, to determine what's on that list, but then we also get five of our own superlatives, whatever we want, we've chosen ahead of time, and it's like, here are my five superlatives. This game for this, this game for this, this game for this. That way, it allows us all to make sure that if there's a game that we really feel needs recognition but maybe isn't going to get on a top ten list for as a consensus, mm-hmm. it gives us the opportunity to come to the table and say, hey, here, here are games that... And, and they can double dip. Maybe it's like, maybe something that is on your top 10 list is also going to have a superlative, but it allows you to like, we can't quite like the superlatives that you Mason, the five that you bring in, that's just, you're sharing them with us. And that's that. And we're not going to, it's all going to be best waste armor. That's cool. That's all I'm going to give rewards for is the best waste armor. Belts are important. One but, thing I do think would be, and I'm, I'm rethinking this now. I do like the idea of us taking from our, each of our 10 lists 
and and outside the superlative stuff, I think it's I think it's a good idea. Um, I do like the idea of us trying to come to a consensus of what should fit on our collective top ten, and then of that top ten, we decide which these each represent, and we debate what is the best thing that Life is Strange represents mm. on this list. I like that. You know what I mean? And then okay. that's and then when we write it up, that's what we put. We put Life is Strange. Yeah, it's not. It's not like writing. it's not like number five. Anything. It's <laughs> like just kidding. It's like this just happens to be the fifth thing on this list, and this is why. And then we also need to determine like how strongly. So obviously, Life is Strange is going to be on Dylan's top ten. As it stands now, I don't think it would be on the top ten for any of the three of us. So as a consensus, as a podcast, are we going to say that Life is Strange? But I want to hear Dylan's case for why it needs to be on it. Right. You know no, I, mean? that's I, the, that's I, the I do too. Discussion. Because now I'm thinking that's what I'm saying. of that's what's going to promote the the discussion. But I do want the discussion to be. What does this game do really well? And right. why does it belong to be on this list? And that's why I'm like, it might be nice to have the, the consensus top 10 that, okay, we all kind of agree on, but also being able to have, because if for some reason, and like I said, I want to give Life is Strange its due because Dylan, it, it was such an important game for him. Um, if it doesn't make it on the top 10 list, Dylan could have his own superlative of like, but actually the best game of the year was or something like that. And it's yeah. like, cool. That's, you know what I mean? And that way it allows us to bring our own personality into the conversation. I'm okay with that. Um, um, I would just prefer it not to be five. Cause I feel like that gets a little long winded. Like if everyone okay. has like one or two, work out the, like the nitty gritty. Oh, sure. I, like weeks the idea. I think go. that you present what, cause what well, the other thing you think about is the, the dynamic of like, all right, my 10. Yeah. I feel one, like it's going to get two, very, three, four, five, it's going to get very monologue. Yeah. I think what will be, and we can talk about more, but I do think the idea of us trying to formulate, and that's always been my favorite thing about the way Giant Bomb does it, is they talk about, like, they'll make awards for games they like. And that's how they used to do it. And now they've become a little more structured. But, like, I do like the idea of, like, The Witcher 3 is the best 2016 game from 2013. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Like, why? Why? What about this game has, like... like why are we talking about this now? Yeah. yeah like, or why is Overwatch, like, just so crunchy? Like, what? You know? I don't know. And, like, really getting deep into the layers of, like, what makes the game good. Life is Strange wins the award for better writing than Witcher 3. 2016. <laughs> I'll, we can have that talk. I'll, I'll come with some notes, I guess. Um, but the other thing is that, like, it, I think it also exposes, like, our take on all these elements that make up games. And I think that's, that's what's actually interesting about Ward. Yeah. Nice. Fuck all of you. We're all Fuck garbage. you, too. We're going to hell. Um... Well, we're gonna wrap it up because it's. I Is gotta, there I got, hell? I got. I got. Sh- I gotta go. I gotta. I have to be up all night. Yep. Same. To get stuff done. By uh, Alex. Alex is alexrice.com available. Not yet. Dude, come on. There will be. Um, Alexrice.net. Just the dead look on Alex's face designer. every time you say that. <laughs> Seeking employment. Uh, Dylan Elvento. His website. My domain transfer is not working. I can help you with that com. if you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a good domain. He's at ward-games.com. Uh, Dan Cotting. Dan Cotting just updated his splash screen. Is it all red now, or is it still just a box of red? I haven't finished updating. Don't go to DanCotting.com. Boxofred.com. But his logo does look pretty sharp. Thank you. I will Mason that. Brown. Is that MasonBrown.u? No, it's not me. Oh uh, no, it's no, it's you. <laughs> don't go to my website. <laughs> Offbrand.masonbrown.me. Yeah, right um, just, just don't do it. <laughs> and uh, we're at Ward Dash Games 
Uh, Dylan and I, uh, Peak was featured on the Indicate screenshot Saturday. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. Yeah, that's that's cool. Cool. Yeah, guys. Nice job, guys. So, uh, I like because they don't notify you or anything. I was literally on Tumblr, like I refreshed the page. I was like, like, I made that. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that looks familiar. That's awesome. Peak, uh, and Peak is available to download at Word Dash Games if you want to try it out. Good um, job, guys. It's got a little rectangle. That's all, all one level. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's still pretty hey, cool. Not all superheroes wear capes. This one's for you, for the firemen. Uh, we're 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 done here. We're done here. <laughs>